0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Alright, so let's get this mic situated. That
1: beer belongs to John. There you go, John.
2: Yeah,
1: I you picked know, it up because
2: uh, I just upgraded my computer system's water I bought this guy's water cooled system and and the um the microphone system I used to have is USB and it doesn't doesn't work under Vista sixty four so I had to Put a normal kind of mic in And make it work So I could talk to my clients And then have the phone uh, in
0: face So you had to Go through the sound card
2: Exactly They had the little front thing You know It's an yeah. X5 something Sound Blaster Creative Labs So I got one of these mics I have it on my desk mm-hmm. But then as of course I thought, oh I'm you know, I'm getting the hang of this. I put it on my desk and source if I do this or this or this. <laughs> like now I gotta get something like this where it's off the side and it's hanging so that the, the vibrations don't go through the mic.
0: Right. So it doesn't go Yeah, brrr. But I didn't
2: realize that, but now I'm looking at your setup I'm like this is what I was thinking I need to do with <laughs> I was gonna give them those boom ones that sit from the floor and does the same thing.
1: True. Because, uh, you need a cone kind of silence, like from get smart. Well,
2: see if I'm talking to my clients, right, and I've got, you know, something on screen that I'm busy with, my hands are busy. I don't wanna I wanna make money and look at pornography at the same time. I feel like my you know my consulting hours are even better than your average
0: consulting hours. Sweet. Yeah, well it's billing twice. Never. Yeah. I never do that. And yeah, my, my well, you don't look at porn and, and bill at the yeah, same time. Can you bill
2: for porn? Oh Jesus, no, no, no. I got a new career guy. <laughs>
0: I get paid to look at porn. Uh, actually, I, I'm actually proof of that. You, you can actually, you can actually uh, get paid for porn.
2: Awesome. Was that what you uh, That's what used? I.
0: <laughs> that's what I did in the lower area for a while. It's the awesome. thing. I did, it's the thing I never did last week. Oh yeah, it's the
1: uh, our look, beer. Our beer homework cop. Hey, uh, hey, do you know that the little company friend? Uh, the the, uh, hey Don't name names The mics are on. Oh, they're on. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's this person I
2: you know oh, they're on the, this person I know, he's got, um, he's got this company, and next door to him, they had this little pornography thing going on, right? And so it's like cornhole.com or something like that, so they, it's like orgies going on next door. So this other company's trying to sell, you know, distributing products for the pet industry, right? Yeah. And they're trying to, you know, fill orders so the chihuahuas get washed and stuff, and... Meanwhile, next door there's this uh, ah,
3: <laughs> until
2: they finally decided to move into new premises again. So I just started I was doing some work for them one day, and thought ah, that's one way to make a living, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Speaking of making a living, you are listening to Beer School. You're you're here. We're here. We're here. you be here. here. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. <laughs> what are you laughing about, motor? <laughs> There's lots Finish of, it or I'm going to use the whistle. There's <laughs> lots of beers to like. Some beers are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and, well, the major factor, the major thing that drives beer. The beer truck drivers? No. <laughs> yeah, the we little, did. The little one-cell 40 micron across... Beasties. Ooh, yeah. you know what size they are, wow Yeah, something like that I don't that. know what size I'm, I'm guessing, 40 microns, that seems about right uh, How many parsecs is that? <laughs> what bar- not that Star Wars? Or is there really something big as a so, um, The best part about beer school is The homework! The homework is parsecs <laughs> No, the homework is beer um, And that's probably the best reason to listen to the show Anyway, today, we have, we have Thor. We have Thor. So if there wasn't one person that had <laughs> had, a, had a college nickname that stuck, who was on the show, Motor, we have another guy whose college nickname we is You never stuck. have enough people with nicknames.
1: Uh, exactly. Think. So At least neither of us became Mike the Asshole in the dorms.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, that story. right. Yes, we, Motor got his nickname, Motor. I got mine, Thor. This one guy, he was so exciting. We just called him Mike. And one guy <laughs> called Mike the Asshole. That was his full name. We always used it. MTA. <laughs> so it well, depends. Well, what would well, you feel well, worse about? Being just called Mike because you're too boring?
0: <laughs> or Mike the Asshole because various reasons? Can we put it on the air? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What's exactly. the beat button? Well, they, uh, uh, my college nickname was Tuner. Ooh. Yeah, because I used to fix everything. I, I thought to, it was because oh, you liked tuna sandwiches. No. No, it was because I wired cable on, my, on the floor. So by it's pull, like, by so pulling the wire up from the from the basement through the through the conduit. The internet wasn't invented. When we the internet on. was not invented yet. It was a sad time. Yeah, it was a sad time. We did not know how much
2: excitement we were missing.
0: We were... Well, you know what? If the internet would have been invented back then, it would have been at 1,200 baud. Oh, I remember doing that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at work as something, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then there was 9,600 baud. That was exciting. And you could was, almost download a
2: naughty picture with you that.
0: You could almost download... Uh, 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 in an hour, in an so hour. we to hang out and play Load Runner in Thor's room.
1: That was fun. Oh
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> on an Apple II or on
1: a
2: Mac? Uh, Apple on an Osborne. Yeah.
1: No, I had,
2: a, I had an Apple II back then. Okay, yeah, but yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I, I did move on. But anyways, and Magna speakers. Yes, indeed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's not beer. Yeah. And no. a
1: an, and a Google nut, a Google, not, uh, uh, Google rock or no Moon Rock. A a moon rock needle with Google Plonic uh, speakers. That's a Steve Martin joke that I just Uh. destroyed. But no, we're here. <laughs> I always
2: wondered if beer school was completely scripted and now I know that you've got all these it scripts is. in front of you and you're just reading from them like we've been rehearsing for there. hours. There's... I had no idea. There is wait. a there is page three. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. No, I, got, I can't read that fast. Hold on. Uh oh here it is. Okay. I got
0: no, no, there is a little bit of a script. I oh. I wrote some things some things down that I wanted to, to talk about. Yes. So I have a question uh, about yeast and this is the basic overall thing. It's been bugging me for a whole week. Why isn't it gray goo on the planet Earth? Why isn't it gray goo? Yeah, why isn't it like? So we talk about the nanotech as the you know the 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 self-builders that are going to go out of you know go uh wa- go amuck mm-hmm. they're going to change everything, people, plants, buildings, and it's going to be the great it's going to be gray goo. Mm-hmm. So why didn't the microbiology? Ha- what what's stopping microbiology from gray gooing the planet? Hmm, good question.
2: Well, I mean, at the speed that yeast reproduce, right? I mm-hmm. mean, my guess is that uh, it's everywhere anyways. I mean, you know wild yeah. yeast are everywhere. So right. they gets to a limit of what they can get from their food supply, and that's the limit that they get to, right? Okay. And there's also a budding process. I know the way they bud it'd be such that, you know, you can only get so many uh, life cycles at them before they start slowing down and have to – uh this is – I didn't know we were talking to yeast today. I should have reviewed some of this. <laughs> I believe they do the budding process, but they also have a sexual process as well, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's one of the things that slows down their uh, reproduction side. I think to some extent, but there's only so much food around too that they like, right? You know, they if they're going to break down something, you, like good example, if you're in a field, right, and you've got a bunch of barley, right, mm-hmm. yeast aren't really attacking. The barley because barley is smart, you know. The barley plants grow up, they've got all these shells and stuff, so the animals won't eat it, right? Same right. thing for yeast, they can't get to it. It's only after you start digesting those starches and the sugars. You give it, you know, if the planet were made of nothing but malt sugar, I think you and I would be living in a bunch of goo. <laughs>
0: but a lot of beer, too, that's a good plus, you know. So. Exactly. It's like the old joke about the uh, the guys that have one wish hmm. and they wish for the ocean to be beer and drowned in it, and then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, now we're going to have to pee in the boat. That's the way to look at it, too.
1: Speaking of peeing in the boat, what sort of beer is this you've made? <laughs> oh, stuff
2: I brought today? Well, um, I, I brought an Imperial IPA. Um, it's, it's quite of, good. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. The, um, I just brought in these little um, Trader Joe's sparkling water Containers and the reason I use them—they're little pet bottles that are cheap and they have nothing else flavor-wise in them, mm-hmm. so that you know you don't get any other. If you, if you, for example, use an old root beer container,
0: it's going to taste like root it beer. It
2: would taste beer. like root beer, right? So, I just use these old—they're uh, called pet bottles, little plastic pet bottles—and uh, normally they have a little white cap on them. But what I use is this, these things they sell at the brew shops, and it's called a. Carbonator. Here, I'll hold it up for the camera. There you go. Oh, yeah. It's called a carbonator <laughs> cap, and it fits on top of these little containers and what it allows you to do is once you fill this with beer you then put a um, soda CO2 connector. This one
0: actually. This is think. a standard. This is a standard nipple for this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you just stick your normal. I don't think we've ever said nipple on the show.
2: <laughs> nipples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got two of them here. After seventy. After seventy-three <laughs> wait, shows. Wait. Now yeah, we have that.
2: we have nipples. To nipples. Talk about. <laughs> so you can just you you plug your CO2 and right, and then you pressurize it. That way, the beer won't go flat when you go bring it somewhere. I always thought this kind of idea would be very simple for. You know, like uh, you know, both people are trying to figure out a way to bring beer home from a brew shop right. or uh, you know a brew, brewery of some sort. Nobody's ever done this. This is the only home brewers to do this. You know that I've. This seen. is actually a really, really good idea. Yeah, those are um, right now. They sell for like four dollars or something. But I bet in quantity they'd be like almost nothing,
0: right? Well, let's say that let's say that you, as the brewery, bought a hundred of them, you'd get them for two fifty. My guess would be, yeah, yeah. And then you just have to have the CO two system set up, right? But and you need be, be put in a your labels on these, right? Yeah. And these these things are made for pressure, right? So they work very easily. And uh, you, you have the regulator on the on the uh, the CO two. So you just plug it in, yep. and you're done. You pop it off, and right. So when you fill these things, right, I'm not even using a, I'm just using a tap panel like a, you see in a
2: bar, you know, if i got a kegerator at home. You just pour it. You angle it when you pour it. And then, of course, the foam comes up. And then as it comes up, I just throw the cap on, twist it on really tight. Then I put the right. CO2, and it pressures it all back down to the cake. And if you want to, if you're a home brewer, you could actually make flat beer, use that uh, same connector, and shake it and put CO2 in whatever beer you had. Right. So you can recarbonate beer, in other words. So, anyways, this is what I brought the beer in today. And this is a
0: really cool thing. <laughs> so, this says, yeah. uh, foreign, us, Pats, pending. <laughs> right. There's actually somebody who, uh, on the internet, has found an easier way, cheaper way to do this,
2: if you're a bit of a you know do-it-yourselfer. He actually, instead of having this pre-made plastic thing, he just takes the normal caps, which I didn't bring any between the little white caps, and he sticks on top of it. A bicycle valve, which you can buy oh, cheap, jeez. Right? Yeah. Oh, and just he uses that to pressurize it, and he's got a little way to make it for like you know pennies if you were going to make your own. But yeah. I think if you're a brewery, you'd want to buy these guys because you can pipe buy the mass. Yeah,
0: well, there's the there's the um, you know this is probably food grade PVC and right, it's all that you know sort of foody bar- stuff you get to do for your restaurant. Yeah. and I don't think you want to have a bicycle pump.
2: True, but I just wanted to say if if you're a homebrewer out there and you're you know, with this tight economy and you wanted to. Kiss me like this, but you don't want to spend well, five um, bucks a pop. You can make these little guys. Valve stems are, are uh, like a dollar and fifty cents. True, you're only saving three bucks, but three bucks could be beer at happy hour. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just for everybody who's going you to know, tie up, it's just something if you're a do it yourself, where I know guys, well, me, actually, one of them, <laughs> who might spend additional money when it would cost a lot less just to buy it. Just because they want to make it themselves, right? Which is not necessarily intelligent, but well, you know. well, no. I mean, so, if you if part, you
1: can if you can save fifty bucks by going out and buying three hundred dollars worth of tools, you're ahead, aren't you?
2: No, see, that's my that's <laughs> what I usually do. Yeah,
1: I want to build a
2: bar rather than buy one, and instead of spending three thousand dollars, I spend thirty. instead.
0: <laughs> but that's just my stupid. so um, so. Well, no, the advantage of this is that it, it's a standard. It's a it, this is a standard yeah. connector, right? Yeah. If you have if you're uh, brewing in corny kegs anyway. Right, you've, got right. you've already painters. got this. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, you've already set up your uh, your pipes for this.
2: Yeah. yeah, and also, there's something else that I wouldn't necessarily suggest, but I've heard rumor may have had occurred at some point. Um, sometimes, if you're going to some event where they don't allow beer, you know, like college games or something, sometimes if these look like they're actually another label that would be like, you know, something non-alcoholic. they A nationally, a nationally, they, they might not a nationally actually well-known soda? Perhaps. <laughs> and they, and they, they may not have as much issue. Like, when you look at the label and it says, well... Gosh, it says it's blah. Because when you put these carbonated caps on, you yeah. pressurize it, you can then pull this off with the other container tap on. Not that I would recommend this. No. It may have I've occurred. Never had, I may have I've heard never,
1: of this at, at, at certain football games, perhaps. I've never had beer in the stands out of a no. two liter plastic bottle at a Cal football game Yeah, this, ever. Of course, two liter bottles work as well. These are one, but you could put it in a two liter bottle oh, as well. Yeah, there's anything. A,
0: there's right. a, pretty much anything that's the PET.
2: PET, yeah. The PET. If, it's, if it had carbonated stuff in it before, it's probably. Appropriate, and this is
0: a way of recycling in a way, right? Because yeah, you know, well, you could use this bottle a bunch of times before yep. you uh, before it starts before it starts to fail, and you know, it's probably what five, six, ten, something like that. What the the number of times you could use the bottle before uh, it was, it was uh, pressured I've, out? I
2: never had one fail, so I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, you, probably more. These things, uh, from what I've been reading. Uh, they can withstand like 200 psi, something insane, yeah, like that. something
0: insane. So, unlike unlike a glass carboy. Oh god.
2: Oh, I have I have issue, I have seen that happen.
0: <laughs> um, I I pressure tested glass carboys for a project. And, and what is the psi? Uh, 45 afraid? is when they explode. <laughs> wow, you were, you were better than it than I was. Mine
2: seemed like it was seven or eight.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, this is when it's brand new. That's never been pressurized. Uh-oh. Oh, and could... there's the curve. It goes down from there. So mm. you get 45 out of the first one. If you put forty six in, it explodes. Um, Sounds like and, a then, good July and then, 4th as you project. as you go down, <laughs> as you depressure it, pressurize it, you know, put liquid in it. Eventually, yeah. um, you know, somewhere around five psi. It's, <laughs>
1: it's like it's like your father
0: just starts me about to crack. The, the, con- the problem with the Concord. Oh. When a plane
1: goes through the supersonic wave, the body expands and contracts. Yeah, it's not good for. All and you place. can only do that so many times until it just explodes one day. Luckily, a- luckily they decommissioned all of them before they got that far. But yeah. um, but you
2: can buy one in uh, or over the desert for cheap. I no. want
1: one. <laughs> I've expressed before my great sadness that I will never be able to fly in the Concorde to go someplace. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you have the high speed train to work. Yeah. at some point that'll yeah. be good.
0: But it doesn't have the same spanning and contracting problem. No, it, it doesn't.
1: It naughty. does a little bit. If two of them pass in a tunnel at a high speed, there is you, pre- they pressurize or... the trains. Yeah. they do pressurize the trains. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I want to hear more about Thor's homebrewing because exactly. we started homebrewing about the same time. I made two batches of sun and decided I sucked because Thor was so good at it. Along with some of other no, friends. my
2: stuff, sucked too. <laughs> I've got I've got a list of like thirty beers that didn't work for poop. You know? <laughs> I know the funny thing is I found out what I was doing wrong In brewing The key was To get older <laughs> Which doesn't work for everybody out there But When you get older And you have You know When I had When I stopped brewing When I had kids You know I had made the mega brewery thing, You built you know? Robo Brewery Yeah Which is At com, Which is really old stuff But it's out there And anyways So I I stopped this. You know, The only time I've got Is actually The time I take care of my kids And then occasionally The time to drink Other people's beer Which is Quite fulfilling actually So it was only until they got old enough that I started brewing beer again and also the beer's worked out and I'm like what am I doing different? And I was doing some of the same techniques and stuff and I figured it out. I'm not in a hurry. Right. <laughs> if you're not in a hurry and you take time for sanitation and everything else, you're going to be fine. But if you're like in a rush and you're not and you're cutting corners, you're going to have problems. Everything is sanitation. For when, you know what you and then the other thing is you know when you're young you say, "Oh gosh, I like hoppy beers. I'm going to do this," you know. And, the, and it's funny that uh I was watching the video you had mentioned you wanted to uh, the the audio file you wanted me to check out. I was listening to uh, the God of Brewing as I like to think of as Fritz Maytag talk about beer he's talking this is a uh, thing he did ten years ago at a the thing called the National homebrewers Association or uh,
0: national northern California Homebrewers festival. Oh, that happens every year still right
1: yeah. well, i got I
2: have a tape of the first year he was there my homebrew club was down there and I did a, uh, had a camcorder, so I got there a little late, but I, I went and taped his speech in the, a- the question and answer section. Anyways, his whole thing was, you know, a lot of people were putting beers on the shelf like crazy. And this was before the meltdown happened. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, talks about the fact that people are just putting everything out, you know. And, and when I was brewing when I was younger, I was thinking, gosh, I want to make sure this is a really good hopped IPA. Well, I'd overhop it. It would taste foul. Right. There's a balance and I think the other thing is my wife's a chef, so I've kind of learned over time that, you know, more isn't better. It's a balance like everything else. So, you, you know, and you get older, you're like, ah, I want to make this batch work because I don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to make sure I stay the recipe. I'm going to keep everything sanitized. And I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to wait till it's ready. In fact, unfortunately, I've got a batch of meat i got to put in a keg. But, you know, it sits there. But it's fine. It's, it's been secondary. It's just sitting mm-hmm. out there. to last for a long time. I mean, usually meads wait a long time before you, you bottle them. But, you know. When you don't have a lot of time, you tend to really be careful about managing your time and being careful about stuff. But when you're 20, you tend to just want to drink the beer fast.
0: I think that um, one of the big surprises is that you're like, oh, we'll brew a batch of beer. How long can that take? Well, it takes about six hours. And a lot of people don't budget the time. (laughs) They don't budget the time before or after to to deal with that. Yeah, it's an all-day thing. It's an all-day thing. Yeah, and it's hard.
2: Let's face it. If, if you're going to brew a batch of beer,
1: um, I brew small batches because I, I want
2: to experiment. So I do five-gallon batches. Yeah. It takes me pretty much all day. You know, If I get up early in the morning, I might be done by one or something. If I get up really early, five in the morning or whatever. Uh, but if you look at the cost of that, it runs me about 50 bucks, something like that. You could probably do it cheaper if you buy lots of quantity and this mm-hmm. and that. But if you're just going to buy the quantities you have, and that's if you own the equipment already. Right. I've got untold thousands of equipment probably the, over the
1: years. You know, and how many steel semesters of stainless steel welding? Uh, <laughs> like two and a half years of stainless steel welding. So that'll factor that in because that's more. Because you know, if the parts three hundred bucks, <laughs> but you can spend two and a half years learning steel stainless and stainless buy a TIG welder <laughs> and everything else.
2: Yeah, that's the stupidity. In a part, backpack
1: right? though, that was that's really cool. Yeah, and some that's why I said when I had kids, I decided, you know.
2: <laughs> Cost-effective-wise, I can buy better beer, and this is for everybody else out there too. I can buy really quality beer out there from a guy who brews for a living, and so that's what right. I I tend to do. You know, that's what I do. It's just I'll go out and find a good beer. And let's face it, we, we're past that early part when we started drinking beer in the late '80s, early '90s. There was a lot of bad stuff out there. Today, it's hard to find. You know, the guys that survived the big purge. Mm-hmm. Who don't make okay beer or really really good beer, you know, quality wise. In fact, the home brewers that I've dealt with, I just re, uh, got reacquainted with some of my home brewers at uh, the Raft Board over in San Leandro. They're making really good beers, mm-hmm. so the quality's gone way up. So that purge got rid of all the weird stuff out there. Not all of it. There's still stuff out there.
0: Well, the uh, the one thing we've seen disappear is the. Uh, get rich quick brewery, right? The people that are you know the They're equivalent like, of invest uh, people buying property
2: and right. flipping them. This, those brewer <laughs> guys yeah. are gone.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah, we'll make a brewery. And we'll like spend crazy money and we'll hire some guy, and pay him twenty bucks an hour or ten bucks an hour or five mm-hmm. bucks an hour because he's a brewer and he, right. he's passionate about it. And then you know that guy makes bad beer because he was a home brewer that didn't know how to scale up. And,
3: right. You know, there, it. Yeah. there
0: wasn't there wasn't the schools at the time. There wasn't the 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 ability to uh, you know to to find a uh, well let's face it up until 1976 there was home brewing was an underground right problem yeah
2: the draft board actually was instrumental in trying to change the laws because it was illegal at one yeah. point you yeah. know and they got that stuff changed but yeah it was very underground it was just but most of the guys in the, in the club that I know are and there's well, hope they don't know the '60s or '70s or older. <laughs> I'm one of the youngins, and I'm in my you know 42nd year. But right, you know, but yeah, I know what you mean. There's all underground, just like today. You possibly, know, actually, possibly, distilling.
1: We're, I've there were people heard. who
2: just. Who, there's even people who are became from you know distillers back in the day, who are doing their own distilling, then started to work for places you know like St. George's Spirits and other mm-hmm. places, and they or whoever, I don't know, whatever, it's local, whatever. 209. Yeah, yeah we're next door three, to 209. 300 right. feet. I don't, know who, I don't know who those, yeah, those, maybe those guys may have been, maybe reading about home distilling. And it, the funny thing is, if you listen to this audio file I gave to Motor, uh, Fritz talks about his interest in doing um, distilled spirits, starting with rye, mm-hmm. the idea being that rye was the first whiskey in America. And he's talking about, uh, 10 years ago, how you know he thinks... His excitement is that uh, uh, distilled spirits are kind of what ten years ago is what uh, home brewing or you know the craft brewing was like tw- uh, ten or twenty years prior to him, like when he started. So he's very excited about that. And you think about ten years later, and what do we have? All these little micro distillers around. Right. So in a way, he he was uh, very smart in saying there's a market out here, and I'm going to sell a gin, the juniper gin. Mm-hmm. At the time, he said I'm going to price this thing not at the price of like your Average, you know, London gin—it's like ten bucks. I'm going to price it in twenty, thirty-dollar uh, price range. What he was looking at at the time was uh, specialty vodkas like uh, Grey Goose and stuff. Right. So that's where we're going to price this, and I think he's done quite well at it. Mm-hmm. You know, he seems to have kept that market. It's
1: delicious stuff. It is good. Yeah. But anyways. So I you heard you can just dump two two buck chuck into a still and come up with crop, Is that true? Have you read that or heard
0: uh, that?
2: I, I have heard that. <laughs> the question is: it's the illegal thing to do? But um, I've heard that um, you can you can buy these things called uh, essence uh-huh.
1: extractors from comic book them. guy. From comic book guy, <laughs> yes, I yet okay. to go so out to visit the, comic book the, guy. At the
2: end of this, does somebody come over and take me away, James, or what? <laughs> oh, I've heard this. Yes, there's, there's a there's a place in the city, um, and they sell a thing called an essential extractor. And what it is is you take um, things like uh, perfume or you know whatever botanicals, you know, it could also do uh, alcohol spirits as mm-hmm. well, and it's. It's a stainless steel container with a, a column, and it's either a reflux still or a pot still. So hey, you run, and run, and run it, and um, you know you have to buy your own temperature control for it. But people um, could use it to take. One thing I've heard is they take a two buck chuck from uh, Trader Joe's. They pick something that they think is drinkable, but they wouldn't buy and drink with company, and throw oh, it into my house and had one. <laughs> That's, <laughs> not. That's why they have decanters. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> No, but they take it, and they, put, they take a case, you know, a cheap case, and throw it in the mm-hmm. machine, right? Run it through as a pot still, and you can make uh, some of the best grappa you've ever had. Wow. Um, you know, if, you, if you're into grappa, now most people say grappa, oh, it's really harsh and stuff. You know, if you're using, normally grappa is using uh, grape skins, right? Right. Which is like the end product, because let's say you're a small um, winemaker in Italy or something, so you make all this wine for everybody else to pay your bills. What you have left over are the skins, well, you can't make much good wine out of the skin, so they crush it, and they distill it, and they make that something that they drink. Mm-hmm. Well, you can imagine if you take a cheap wine, it's right. probably better than the skin to begin with, right? As long as it's drinkable. Barely. yeah. And distill it, you can get a really good grappa. Mm-hmm. You may not. depends on which variety you go on stuff, but you could get a really good grappa well, out of it. Not you, a
0: lot. Though. But the thing is, is that if you're using two-buck chuck as the, as the basis of that, there's some quality control. It's blended. You know. Sure. It's, you
2: know. They blend it to try to get the best they can out of the grapes yeah. and stuff. So you can get something. But overall, when you look at the cost involved with doing all that, you'd be better off just go ahead and buying grappa. <laughs> but if you want to say, you know, if, this. This, if this person said, oh, I made this grappa, really? you know, If you like that wow factor, you can waste money and do it that way. But then again, you could just as well do the other stuff. But let's face it, spirits are so cheap. You know, if, it's, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But uh, you can also, if you're not knowing what you're doing, you could. Um, there's portions at the beginning and the end of the distillation run that you have to toss out because the beginning of the runs have uh, a methanol, which you don't want to have. No. And at the end of the run, they have these higher alcohols that you don't want to have. No. So that's why there's a reason that distilling in this country is illegal. Because the heads Because if tails. you don't know what you're doing, the heads and tails need to get tossed. Yeah. And if you really knew what you were doing... You'd probably just buy the liquor, but if you were actually at one of these distilleries around here, what they're doing is they're saying, well, gosh, the the ingredients are relatively cheap. We can do anything we want. We're going to start getting that middle portion, you know, start saving that, and the other portions we're going to sell product, and then we're going to take that middle portion, I think it's called the angel portion or something like that, and save those for really good stuff so they're going to age. You know, if we're talking about whiskey production, mm-hmm. for example. Um, normally, the distiller, he is his production will say okay we're going to take these portions and put them in separate containers and say this is the middle and then they know flavor wise that this is the best stuff they put that away the the ten, the, the uh, I think the heads and tails the tails they throw or the heads they throw out the tails they may remix in another batch cuz you know it just still comes out in the tails end so right
0: but that's, So they can use that for flavor, they can use that for... Yeah, they uh, can remix it
2: in because it's still get other alcohol in right. it and stuff. But the main thing is is that these little small distilleries and stuff have figured out that it's, it does take a, a large skill level to learn how to do it. But once you get the hang of it, you can do a lot of neat things. Mm-hmm. And well, St. George's Spirits, they were selling uh, Eau de v and Grappa to mostly Europe and stuff and doing a pretty good job of it. I think now they're doing, uh, they want to do Hangar One or is that a different
0: company? They do whatever? Hangar One. They also do, the, they have an absinthe.
2: Yeah, absinthe is. You know, I start see that over at uh, liquor barn over a year ago. that liquor oh, barn, what it was, yeah, it was a exactly
0: ago. a year ago. Yeah, that it came out. they're, yeah. they're like, hey, we're gonna. Yeah. The, the ATF decided that
2: we're gonna that, make. Yeah, it doesn't we're make it crazy. Doesn't
0: make you crazy <laughs> because the crazy part we can regulate and say no. And, yeah. and in fact, it was not even that that made people crazy. It was something else. But right. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, it was the wine industry at the time wanted to get people to stop drinking, and, that <laughs> and it turned out you know it turned out it was it, it was a lot of things. It was the the pewter of mm-hmm. of the uh, the fork. It was the glass that was being made in. Really? So yeah. I, I was
2: reading something that it was like it was, like, it, it, it was it, like the wine industry in New France wanted to to um, to have people shift away from absinthe at the time because it was a marketing thing. So they were putting all the stuff that you know they... The great demon and all yeah. these bad things. So it's more of a marketing thing, is what I'd heard. But I did not know that. The well, but part, was causing
0: problems but part too. of it, you know, anything, anytime you have a metal mm-hmm. as being in, that's that's uh, involved in um, a drink, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's lead or pewter or mm-hmm. uh, those things, that those those things can impart into the into the liquor. Well, the, sure. the little gold yeah. rim that you get on really nice German beer
1: glasses. Yeah.
2: That only lasts for so many dishwashes. <laughs> yeah. they may have been on many bars in the city, but of course they're gone by the time you see them. Right, exactly. And I think uh, I read that the Romans. Act, one of the theories is that the Romans' uh, decline was partially due to the fact they were using lead pipes. Yeah, yep.
1: so lead I'm pipes, just, lead glasses, yep. lead. You know, in 500 years they're gonna. Yeah, the Americans' demise was uh, <laughs> cell phones. <laughs> no, 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 Diet Coke. <laughs> well, they, they were drinking it. this out I, of aluminum cans, a six-pack <laughs> a <okay>. day. <laughs> so,
0: so I have a story about that. Actually, um, I used to be a Diet Coke fiend. I used to ingest this stuff like on a multi-can basis every day. And um, somebody said to me once, "Why do you have such a shitty attitude? Like, why are you always just barking at people for no reason?" I'm like, "I don't know." So I looked at my my week. And figured out that I quit drinking diet Coke somewhere on Friday at five o'clock. Didn't start pick. Didn't pick it up again until Monday at, we'll say noon or one. Mm-hmm. And so there was a detox that was happening around four days. And so when I picked it up again around Wednesday, it was like this barking, unhappy person again. Mm. So I said, "All right, well, I'm going to detox off this stuff. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that this is what the problem is." And uh, it took. Oh my gosh. It was the worst thing that I've ever got unaddicted to. Oh my. Like, um, worse It wasn't caffeine that was the problem. It no, it was the it was aspartame, uh-huh. the, the sweetener. It was the sweetener stuff. Yeah, oh. and so um, you know, I I do a thing once a year where I take a month off of beer. No beer. That's easy by comparison to getting off of Diet Coke.
2: Hmm. You, you mean, know what I cra- is, right? Oh, what's that? You know what it is, right? Chemically, it's no. just a couple. Of, I believe it's just a couple of proteins that are put together, but in a way that normally wouldn't get put together. And I think from what my wife was saying about uh, the stuff because she's a food uh, major type thing, whatever. Uh, she said that um, it originally was used as a insecticide or something like that, or it was originally chemically made for something like that.
0: Okay. Mm. Like that. Yeah.
2: So, anyways, it's just it's you know there's twenty I think it's twenty amino acids. Okay. I think it's two or three away from aspartate. And the reason that it says keto cannot have that. Those two proteins, ketiurine and something else, are connected. If your body can't break that protein strain, what ends up happening is, and I could be wrong, I think it was black pea or something like that, but it causes you damage in your body. So this is ketiurics on the side. Do not drink this. Hmm. It's because you know, there's some animals in that can't break it down that it's poisoned to, okay. and some uh, people in the population who are missing that gene that will also uh, have major health issues with it. So... It's something that we normally would not be having. These two proteins normally don't get connected together like that in nature. Otherwise, right. whatever insect would normally eat it, it would be dying every time it right. ate it. So this is something that somebody made in the lab,
3: All right, and they well, said, "Hey,
2: this is tasty." This I don't know what they <laughs> think. Oh, gosh, we're making you know, somebody decide. Ooh, it's tasty and sweet. You know,
0: I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, so I stu- it took about six weeks, and I craved it. I I wanted it. I've, I've never wanted something more ever than. A can of this stuff wow weird and uh and then when i was then i you know got through it and then um somehow i accidentally tasted one afterwards after doing this i'm like this is uh, this is horrible why why would i want to drink this maybe it's a secret addiction that they've never talked about you know? maybe but uh, uh i want to say that uh, i feel since then i felt a lot i've always felt a lot better wow like, and I just, I have no desire for the stuff. And I actually am repulsed when I see somebody drink a can of Diet Coke. Or a case. Or a case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, but just, you know, if they, somebody orders a Diet Coke, I'm like, wow, do you even know what you're putting in you? Because mm. I went through this horrible thing and I don't wish it on anybody.
2: I mean, we know somebody else who was related to Diet Coke <laughs> back in the day.
0: We would not use
1: names, but yeah, yeah, look what happened there. Um, <laughs> if you, what's. What do you think, and I have an answer for this, what do you think is the most interesting beer you've ever brewed, and what is the brew, beer you'd like to brew that you haven't brewed yet? And I think the most interesting uh, thing was when you did your gigantic raspberry stout. That's what I was thinking. of. <laughs> uh, the name of that thing, I was looking it up recently because I'm going to brew it in the batch. It's
2: called Russian Imperial, Russian Imperial stout, uh, Marital Bliss. And the reason I call it that is because I made another batch before it, and I thought, hey, I'll take this Russian Imperial stout I have, and put a little bit of raspberries to it, and I'm going to serve it during my wedding. Right, okay. So I was making a bunch of beer at the time anyhow. And we had a bunch of beer at your wedding. We had a bunch of beer. Yeah, anyways, yeah. Mostly at the tables that my friends were at, thank goodness. Um, and some of the other guests did. But anyways, yeah, I thought it was a neat beer because uh, you know, a, a good Russian Imperial Stout, to me, and there's a couple on the market now, um, have almost a chocolatey f- taste to them. You know, I mm-hmm. wouldn't drink them all day long as bar beers, but for a special occasion... <laughs> You know, that's why it was Marital Bliss. <laughs> it was. It was Marital Bliss, yeah. So you know, the raspberries, I thought it was just enough. They used whole raspberries at the time, you know, whole raspberries. Rather than that syrup they make, you know, that's, that's the extra. It's a cop syrup, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was one of the bitter beers I made. But I like this one too, actually. You know, as far as the everyday kind of drink. Well, I wouldn't drink it every day, God knows. But, you know, <laughs> when it, when people come over, I have no problem serving an Imperial Stout to them. As long as they're beer drinkers, they're not going to get, you know, totally messed up. But uh, as far as beers I want to make, uh, let's see I was thinking about um, Beers to make I've this Quest <laughs> Okay, where are we going with
1: this? Rodenbach clone well, That would be difficult you uh, Yeah,
2: know? see Anything that's like Yeah, it's a funny thing When you when you make <laughs> beers um, And this is Most of your listeners probably know this You know the hardest beers to make are the ones that are the lightest. Yeah, I didn't ask for no yeah. I, I didn't ask for a Radberger. A Rodenbach Belgian, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, Bel- the Rodenbach would be easier than the Radberger. By yeah. the way, I know why you why you like Radberger now, but anyway, so Rad Radeberger would be more difficult. Radberger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anything that's really light. The Rode- I thought I got the two confused. No, Roden- Rodenbach's the Belgian. So it's rad- a Belgian. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, th- I was thinking Radeberger, no. I'm sorry. No, no. But Roderick, no, I know nobody can make R- uh,
0: ratabler better than ever. It's, it's
2: impossible. It is impossible. Yeah, it anything is that's a, really <laughs> light like that, a pilsner clone, forget it. Because um, I, you know, as a as a judge, you know, I'll have somebody says we're making a pilsner, and I'm thinking pilsner or Keller or whatever. But the chance of actually having one that's done right, oh, Grand Cruel. <laughs> Rodenbach. Rodenbach. No, I don't
1: think I've had this beer, so I really they, couldn't make a clone unless I taste it. It didn't. It. it didn't come to California for a long time, yeah. and now it's not here again. Bastards. So how am I going to taste it to know what it's like? So, so we can make. We can make. Like it. We can. We have. And what one, is it? Double or what is this thing like? Well, it's a Grand
0: Cru. It's a. It's it's, oh. it's 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 a red. It's more. I don't know. I it's can like, pull out the, my it's like the it's like the red, or it's uh it's a little bit sour, but not overly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, anything like that would probably be really hard to perfect. Well, part of the problem is the yeast.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing about yeast for these, um, if you even try to culture from the bottle, if there's anything in it, if they filter, forget it. You can't get yeah. anything, right? Uh, some breweries will, um, as you probably know, will will bottle condition with a different yeast than they ferment with. Okay, so that makes another difficulty. So for all those guys who are homebrewers out there, you know, I don't know how many guys who do yeast farming and stuff. Uh, it can be done, but uh, you'll find a lot of the yeasts that you end up actually cloning are not
1: the ones they're brewing with. It's the ones they're using for bottle conditioning. Well, you it just need that. to go out and get like an autoclave or something, right?
2: Exactly. Well, <laughs> if you if you go to the brewery, right, and you and, and you and you bring like you know. Petri dishes that already have culture ready, and they are taped up, so nothing can get in them. And you brought your inoculation loop, and you talk to the brewer, <laughs> and you know, talk them into letting him grab some of your yeast and streak a plate. Then yes, there's a possibility you can do that. You can go to a brewery. You know, a lot of the it's like white yeast will have yeast that are similar. You could try one of those. Probably a much easier way to do it than trying to grab from from a brewery. They do tend to take their yeast uh, pretty
0: protectively. They don't want people grabbing the. the yeast. Um, the uh, uh, Mike White tells a story. Mike White from White Labs right. tells a story of going uh, on the tour of Jack Daniels, huh? and one of the things at one point there's this big open vat of Jack Daniels, and it's all bubbling. It's all <laughs> open in the you know it's not closed off. It's it's pretty much you could throw rocks into this stuff, and he takes a film can. Because the, the the tour guide says, yeah, reach in there and put your finger in there and taste it. Oh, he's a
2: little can in there. To, <laughs> so he <laughs> takes
0: or... a film can, you know, the, the 35 millimeter film can that yeah. we used to store, you know, other things in like right. screws and we yeah. w- and that <laughs> dips it in right. there, puts it on the top and, uh, <laughs> you know, trying try to do this all on the slide. <clears throat> of course, the yeast doesn't survive the trip home. Right. So he calls them up and says, "Hey, um, I'm Mike White from White Labs. Can I have a sample of that?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, oh, Really? I'll, yeah, like so they're you know they've got the they've got that right. strain uh saved for forever that's good, yeah,
2: but you know places if it's a Belgian beer though, and if it's if it's using wild yeast, which some right. of them do, uh you can capture any one yeast strain you want, but it's that it's when you go to the actual brewery now, I'm sure if you've seen the beer series, it's like this Brewery that's sitting in this like cobweb filled place, right? And you're getting this wild yeast that you know the concoction is probably a mixture of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it and it's impossible then to actually <clears throat> produce. In fact, they wouldn't even move the brewery, no, because the they mer- know it'll change the flavor. As you know, some breweries will upscale upsc- their stuff up, and because they're changing the, the just the geometry of their equipment, all right. of a sudden things change.
1: No, I got like got, uh probably two or three years ago when I when I did a trip with uh with some beer folks and we did a day trip to to brussels from uh, london we got a really good tour of um cantillon and it was the guy who was giving the tour was a brewer who was doing contract brewing there and wanted to do start up his own uh brewery and there's been all this research at cantillon they go basically you know they say oh this is the this is what lives in the air of brussels no it doesn't they they've they've measured all this it's about a three building radius around the breweries where this yeast still exists and it's because (coughs) the wood of the brewery all the yeast lives in the cobwebs in the wood they go if the brewery burns down we're dead we can't we can't make this and they've done a study and this guy who wants to do a startup and eventually do his own goose brewery um i think it's something like 13 years to his to when he could get his first beer out Mm -hmm. because if you take the wood If you take like a sample of wood from Mm -hmm. from Cantillon and you go to a new brewery, it'll take, I think it was eight years to get a stable community strong enough to resist all the other yeast. And then on top of that, you're aging stuff for up to five years. So it's 13 years until you can, you have a stable, you have a stable output based all on, you can do it. Because they've done all these studies, tell that to the investors. Yeah, tell that to the investors. Exactly.
2: Yeah, the same thing goes. Like that's why some of these guys will say, "Yeah, you want some yeast? Go right ahead." But they know deep in their heart that you know take a, you know Homebird's been doing it forever. Yeah, they'll take a yeast. They know exactly what's in the beer. You know, Anchor was very nice about telling what was in their beer. Here's our yeast strain. You could well, take they, it all you they, want, and
0: they shared their yeast. Yeah, with they other share. Yeah. yeah,
2: and you could take it all you want, and try to make a clone, and I tell you. I've drank a lot of guys who made what they call California Commons, which is pretty much Anchor Steam. Yeah, and it's never the same. They have tried. Now, sometimes I get close, but trying to reproduce
0: it's hard. Well, part so, of, you know, part of that is the whole, and you know, we're not privileged to the entire thing of the mash stuff. You mean? Or, well, the open ferment, the open, right. the the you know, the the big fat open fermenter. Right. The fact that they um, pipe some air from. The rooftop into the, that room, yeah. even though it's sealed, right? But it's know,
1: filtered air, but you know, right Well, maybe no, it's, filter, it's filtered air with a positive. It's a positive right. flow, so you're not getting air back in, yeah.
0: right? But it's you know it's coming from the outside, so yeah. the Pacific Ocean breeze is is uh, affecting that. And right. you know, unless you happen to be five hundred feet or half a mile from the brewery, you're never gonna ex- you're never going to duplicate those conditions. Right. So it's
2: a unique thing, and that's why. And I, and I tell people they talk about beer and stuff. I say, you know, whatever beer you like, you know, if you like Anchor Steam, you know that that's unique. It's not like they can make that anywhere else. Uh-uh. They can make it. You could try to make it anywhere else. In fact, one of the things that makes um, some of the big commercial places unique, like people like Budweiser, but they're unique because they get a consistent product. It's amazing that they can. You yeah. may not like it, but the fact that it's the same, that is serious science.
0: <laughs> Um, well, it's like uh, here's the. I've been to the control room. Into the control, you could launch a space shuttle from that control room. Best, <laughs> the best, uh, the best <laughs> example that I know is Bass Ale, mm. right? Where where Bass is uh, water based, the the specific Burtonizing that they have, right? The chemistry mm. of the the chemistry of the water, of the water is really mm. defining what that beer tastes like. And you can try to reproduce it as a home brewer, but it's really difficult because when you add one component.
2: Uh, you get something else too, because you know, it, as the way it works is, you know how it goes. It's yeah, yeah. You've got these two molecules when you put them in the ionides, you get you get potassium and you get this other item, and you're like, well, I want to increase this, but I didn't want that. that. didn't want that. Yeah, and there's little chemistry calculators you can use in the homebrewing thing to try to get the right water, but you know, even if you get it chemically the same, there's something else you taste the two and they're different, you know. And I'm thinking about some of the uh, like Pilsner Urkel, they've got yeah. that water, you yeah. know, yeah. and other beers that are. They're unique, the water, Burton on Trent. I mean, the, this is just the water that 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 one component that makes it unique.
1: You can't make it anywhere else. Well, Trummer likes to say that the water, East Bay mud water and the water in Salzburg is basically about the same. Mm.
2: Maybe they they figured out how to make it uh, happy. I, I,
0: I, I want to say I want to almost call bullshit on that someday, someday. <laughs> but. You know who? Who am I to call bullshit on that? I've never heard anybody be, because in the they, Berkeley hills going.
1: The hills are alive with the sound of music. No, Trumer,
0: <laughs> Trumer. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It just seemed that it was convenient that there was a, an empty brewery there at the same time that they said, "Hey, this is the perfect water."
2: Possibly, but East Bay Mud is well
0: recognized yeah. in the nation as good water. Well, it, it's yeah. like the Hatchetchi, right. the Berkeley, the. You know the but water we have. The water we have. Yeah. Another thing I was going to say when you were talking about
1: molecules, I've, that toy you used to have in in, in college to oh. like build molecules. Yeah, back in organic chemistry,
2: like, they made you build the molecules, so you, you know you knew how they interact, what they look
1: like in three D and stuff. And yeah. so I go to his place, and they're like little links and little balls, and you plug it all together. What I make? What I make? <laughs> and then if it was in real life, it would explode.
3: <laughs> it's not stable.
0: So. I think when I was doing uh, my research about yeast. One of the things that I was most amazed about was how how short a time yeast has been under control.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, you're looking at, the, well, first even knowing what it was. Right. I mean, in a controlled situation, not even seeing it in a microscope would it be past year, wouldn't it? Yeah, past year. Yeah. That was only 100
0: and something years ago, right? right. 18. Uh, 1850. F- right. So 1850 you're looking somewhere. at 150 years. Yeah. And then 25 years after, past year. Figures out his stuff. Fleischman says, "Here, I've got, I've, I've I, have this, yeast I have this yeast strain, and he, <laughs> bread, you know, he yeah. domesticates really. this, and that changes the bread industry." Indeed. Yeah, yeah, that
2: was pretty quick. But you know, at, in, at that point, they really didn't know what they were working with. Yeah, it wasn't until later, but still, it, it is a new science.
0: It is, it's brand new, and you know, it's like, important. Science. This, the, you know, that this goes on, like. You know the the people that are making beer and they're exposing the beer to the air and it's spontaneously fermenting because of that. Um, you know they they didn't the the world didn't know. I mean they kind of knew but they didn't know no. No, they they really didn't. I think that they just at the time that I
2: remember reading you know some of the recipes even from uh, from once again to Anchor Steam. You know when they were talking about the ancient beer, right? Yeah. Uh, thinking in, in terms of this one, he did this Babylonian beer. Do you remember that a long mm-hmm. time ago? Yeah, and in the recipe, which comes from Babylon about, uh, I forget what, goddess or whatever, beer, they actually threw Inkasi. loaves of bread. Inkasi, right. They threw loaves of bread, not knowing that there's wild yeast on it. Right. To start the batch up. But they only knew that, you know, this worked. They didn't necessarily know there was something on it, but, you know, it had been passed down kind of like a cult, you know,
0: how to make this exactly. stuff. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, you look at the, the basis of. Of this, where um, you know, back in the uh, 1700s and before that, where you know, beer is is being made because the water's bad. So if you drink oh, sure. beer, if you drink you the won't beer, you won't die.
2: <laughs> if your kids drink the water in the stream, and there's somebody upstream that's pissing in it, you're going to get dysentery. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I don't know if they knew it, but maybe the people who drank beer lived, and the people who drank and got dysentery and died didn't reproduce. You know? Maybe. It could be that simple. It was you
0: know, the beginning of Darwin Awards right there. Right.
2: right. Oh, yeah. He, he drank. You, I only drink the water. I only let my kids drink the water in the stream, <laughs> up the stream, from where the village we hate pisses and pees in the water. <laughs> and then, like, oh, I don't know what happened to those people. I don't know. But I, I guess the thing I was, let my kids drink beer every day, and they're happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny, because we're talking about modern society, and when when we look at the control when we look at the control, which is we got yeast under control hundred and fifty years ago. And then, you know, twenty five years later, here's here it is we have this dialed in for bread. And then, you know, fifty years later, they're still making San Francisco sourdough by exposing the dough right. to the outside. I think they still do that, they right? They still do yeah, that. Yeah, they yeah. have to, yeah. Because it's unique in that in those bakeries, they can't make it they otherwise. can't make it any other way. Yeah. And you know there may be a way of isolating that the sourdough yeast to make the sourdough, but it does. I, I have to say, I've had sourdough in Seattle. I've had Se- sourdough that's baked in the Midwest. You know, in other places, and like it's not the not same. same. It's yeah. not
2: the same. Yeah, and you could taste it. I mean, you can could say, well, I don't know how they're doing it, but. Once again, so I think the beer thing again. You know, somebody tries to reproduce that same item in a different other place with different conditions. They got one yeast strain; it's not the same as this this uh, natural yeast that's in the air. And however they make the the uh, sourdough here is different, you know, just yeah. from where it is. So it's unique, which is a nice thing. You know, you think about it; uh, it's nice to have uh, you know something that's local that you know that is yours. You can you can say this is my local brewery, and I know that this is unique in the world. You know, it's like somebody's going to make. The exact same beer, you know, they're gonna make acre seem somewhere else. It's not gonna be the same thing at all. It's not gonna taste right. the same. You can easily say this is a different beer.
0: So one of the things that I know um, from hanging out with the beer snobs, and the beer snobs are the guys that drink one beer. They're married to their brands. They're not gonna to vary too far from that. <laughs> uh, they that's the that's what they like. They claim that if they drink a different beer. That they get gas or it gives them farts.
2: You know, it's a possibility. I'll tell you why. Because if you think about it, you're you're inside your body, you've got yeast, right? Yeah. You've also got E. coli other things in there.
0: There's a if, whole bunch there's a, there's ten thousand organisms that live inside yeah, of you
2: yeah. Yeah, you've got a little ecosystem right now. Yeah. And if you've ever taken like um, antibiotics, you'll notice that it it you know it clears whatever problem you had, but it also clears out your entire intestinal tract. Yeah. As you start to get that flora back in, you have some people have problems gas is one of them, other ones, you know, diarrhea, whatever, yeah. because it's still trying to find the equilibrium. Now, as a beer drinker, I've gone to events where I have had, you know, like the... I call it festival. Yeah, festival. Yeah, festival. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you go to a place and you're going to drink 30 different small samples of different yeast strains, you, what you have in your intestinal tract is a war. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, that can occur. I'm sure I could, that could occur. But, if you aren't doing that, like, you know, a huge festival with 30 different beers, and you just try different beers, you're not going to have that problem in a short span. It's not going to last forever. Because what happens is that flora, whatever yeast is in there, it's got a little place to stay. It's like your apartment complex. They've got a little row here. Like, so now yeah. I've got, um, you know, Anchor scene where I've got 21A or whatever. I've got all those little strains <laughs> in here. So they're all happy. They're not fighting. They've got their little... they're, yeah, they're really <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is drink more beer, different types, and you'll be fine. Right. But if you if you only drink Budweiser all the time, which is also filtered, pasteurized, there's, there's nothing. Is there any there's yeast in there. There's at nothing
0: all? in. There's nothing alive in that beer. Then
2: all of a sudden, you have a new yeast to your body. Right. All you've had is sourdough yeast in there. Boom, you're going to have gas. But you know, just tell your wife it's going to go away. It'll be fine.
0: The uh, <laughs> the bottle conditioned beers are going to have some amount of live yeast in them. Sure. Well, so does wine too. Though. So does wine.
2: Yeah. So you can make the same thing and say, well, you have gas from beer. You can have gas from wine too. I mean, if it's just oh, e wine street, people don't fart. Oh, that's right, it's vapors. That's what they call it. Vapors. vapors. I feel like the vapors coming on. I've... <laughs> and then there's no gas at all, and you know certain areas when we'll say what <coughs> cities they are, but
0: <laughs> well, then, are and, and a lot of things. You know, a lot of times people think that oh, I have gas that's bad. It's like, well, no, that's that's probably not bad. It's probably it's probably. Uh, I was. Uh, it's probably it's probably helping your system more than than sure. Just be polite about it. You know,
2: like the, yeah. let's face it. You could be eating something else. It could be beans. Or you have a lactose intolerance. You're going to get gas too. So the whole thing is, is you're going to you're just not going to you know sit in a crowd. I wouldn't have a bunch of different yeast strains and then like go to the opera with a bunch of people in you know <laughs> like, see, because you're going yeah,
0: to. But, but then you are see two <laughs> two places away. There's that woman who has too much. Perfume?
2: Oh, God, I met one of those girls, you, yeah. ladies, today. Oh, where was I at? Oh, was that uh, I had to get coffee this morning before I met up with you guys. Yeah. So I was down at the local Starbucks uh, on uh, Third Street or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, I'm sitting in line, you know, what right, trying to order some coffee so I'm going to get a headache. You know, I'm addicted to caffeine. And this woman walked by, excuse me, excuse me, and she went by. I swear I almost fainted. Like, wow, Did man. Did you get the vapors? No, would have been, <laughs> if I had gas, I probably would have been better off. But it's like, man, that's to me. Wor- I mean, way worse, way worse, way
0: worse than the fart. Whatever
2: odors those were, those were not natural odors. I don't yeah. know if they squeezed a, you know, and some it's like part of a pig or light something. Light a
0: match? It's like, because like then that'll all be gone. Yeah, yeah But the perfume thing, you want a match? She could catch on fire. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's <laughs> the point. Yeah. Instead of burning off the fart, it's going to burn off that cologne. F- I've been there. They have lovely beer.
2: <laughs> That's another one great
0: too. You can't get the same
1: Kulsh. Kulsh from Cush from Köln. <laughs> <laughs> and you go up the street to Dusseldorf and you get some uh, Ankerstein. Did they had it there? No, that was my big... Alt, oh. alt Dusseldorf, Alt, and Anker are about the same thing. Oh, I mean, did they add actual Ankerstein there? <clears throat> no, they didn't oh, They might have. Dusseldorf That's is very metropolitan. That's I find
2: Dusseldorf and the and the stuff, to me... I, there's that that element the water has, I think, that makes that beer so unique and it's, it's so quenching, you know. Yeah. It's whatever the salts or whatever in the water supply that just make it unique. And
1: they're they're places. The leftover lead pipe. What well, was yummy? Cologne was, Cologne was a Cologne was a Roman city. There you go. Um, the Leftover lead pipe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, there are a lot of places. Oh, well, they're not. A I lot thought of, it was the alcohol was killing my brain cells. Now <laughs> I know it was just lead poisoning. <laughs>
1: There are a lot of places where, uh, different brew pubs, where they'll say they have a Kolsch for like their blonde beer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the places it's like, no, this isn't really a Kolsch. Magnolia does a nice Kolsch. Well, technically yeah. nobody can do a Kolsch if you're not within the city limits of Cologne. Right. But a Kolsch-style beer, Magnolia does a nice one. Some other places, they call it a Kolsch, and they go, yeah, this is a nice light beer, but it's not a Kolsch. Yeah. Well, you know,
2: sometimes you go to a restaurant or, you know, if the place is, let's well, say you walk in the place and they serve... Hamburgers, right? And all of a sudden, you look on the menu item, and it's got uh, cassoulet. You just know if you order that cassoulet at a hamburger joint, it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so some places you go into, and you may just, I mean, without naming names, you might look at a brewery. You, you know, they make American style ales and something, And all of a sudden, they put a Belgian on there. You're know, like, wait a minute.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
2: Can I have a sample? Of that is this just a beer that kind of came out of skunky? You decided to call it a Belgian because. It's really hard to do one well, and it takes some skill.
3: You
0: know? Well, so let's talk about that. Um, why wouldn't a brewery, small brewery doing with 10-barrel systems, why wouldn't a brewery experiment with different yeasts?
2: I think it's, well, they're a business, right? They, if they're yeah. at max com- capacity, right, they can't take a chance they're going to make a batch of beer that nobody wants to drink or isn't drinkable at all, right? Right. So, I mean, I, I, most of the places I know... Um, well, one, of, one example we early, we talked about earlier at the bar was uh, uh, um, Triple Rock. You know, they had their anniversary the other day. They're a seven-barrel system. I mean, those guys barely keep up the capacity just by brewing all the time. So they can't take too many chances. I mean, how many no, drinks are the seven can. days a
1: week? I mean, he's absolutely. got to
2: be up for one barrel by himself. <laughs> so, you know, I can think of the guys that I know at the bar, and they've got to be like half the capacity right there. So, you know, they don't have time to be messing around. That's my guess. I mean, I'm just this a theory. So, But, yeah, experimenting, if you've got... Well, optimally, if you had a if you had an unlimited budget, right, you would have maybe, uh, you know, your main production brewery system, maybe fourteen barrel, whatever. Yeah. You might have a small one, you know, like the St. George has this like domain distillery There's this little micro one that looks like it was made in Switzerland. These little teeny screws and stuff. It's a little micro distillery. It's beautiful that they use to test recipes out, right? They don't waste a bunch of product doing it, but they keep using it over and over to get the rest, right recipe. Well, if you had a little micro brew. That you could scale up. You know, when you know you've got it all down. The yeast have been figured out. And let's face it, if you're doing a small batch, if you're a brewery, uh, you don't have to do a lot of pitching. You know, it's, it's a lot smaller amount, right? So you could do that. But let's face it, they don't, they've only got so many time, you know, so many hours in a day. The brewers, most of I've seen them, worked their butt off.
0: Right. Well, and they then... Face it, they know they they have expectations. They're like, what? I know that how that yeast is going to go. Okay. Like, if I put this yeast in this beer, am I going to have a job? Then, <laughs> then six hours later, if it's not bubbling, I've got a problem.
2: Yeah, can you imagine? I'm sure every brewer who's like, you know, of course, probably had either somebody they know or have done it themselves. I don't, I haven't taken a poll, but of a batch that's gone bad. I'm sure the owners like you're going to dump 14 barrels of beer down no, the we're drain. Gonna, we're going to name this Dude, something you know, else. Yeah, old boot. Yeah, they're gonna say dude, well if it's bad. Yeah. And I I wouldn't I mean I've been to a couple breweries, I swear, that the stuff that came out oh, it's got a banana smell to it, but we're gonna call it Belgium. Like, this isn't a Belgian, this is a bad beer. This is an amber beer that you had, you had an infection. Okay, calling it Belgian just because it has some bacteria in it doesn't really make it a Belgian.
0: Yeah. It happens no. less
2: so now than it used to in the old but days. If it,
0: but, but if that beer was infected, then you have a bigger problem within your brewery.
2: Right. But the thing is, dumping fourteen Barrels of beer down the drain, you know, could really get the brewer in trouble. So I don't know if the brewer was told to do this, the owners and you know done this, but you know if you go to a place, like I was saying earlier, if you go to a place that they pretty much make this kind of beer, and all of a sudden they've got some beer that they're experimenting with, I'll take a chance with it,
0: you know, and well, check it out. The uh, <laughs> we've had the guy sit right here, yeah, and he says, well, you know, you sell your mistakes. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, and face faced with, if you're going to pay, what was it five, five bucks? grand? Well, no, I mean, no, a full you're, batch, right? No, yeah. you're
0: full. You're you're you're. You know, you talk about your cost being fifty bucks, right? The big brewers, ten barrels is five hundred or five grand. Yeah,
2: so I mean, it's just a matter of economics. Yeah. So yeah, I think part of the reason is you know if you're a brewer. Uh, a professional brewer That you know You could take chances Here and there if you're, if you're up on your production And you've got the ability To do so But it's hard to do In fact I'm always amazed at, uh some of the small places Triple Rock was one of them um, I don't know about the new brewer I don't know that well But, but uh, oh, back when Chris, um, Chris, uh, Christian was down there I mean he would put New stuff out there that little teeny brewing system, but I never, I mean, I go down there and rarely didn't see him working. I mean, 60 hour days, or 60 hour weeks. Of days 60 hour
1: days! <laughs> yeah, 60
2: hour. That's my, that's my billing rate. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 60 hour weeks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we the norm. But,
0: but part of it was, is that, you know, he's brewing, he gets there at five, right? right? I know that Jesse gets there at five, and yeah. like lots of brewers work in the morning and they're done by one or they're done by two. You know they don't want to disturb the restaurant for the right but at the same know, time for, for when they're of, done
2: at one o'clock i mean all their brewery equipment is being used I mean, it's like they can do another batch at that point yeah well they the could being used
0: well if they have a fermenter that's free do that's the question <laughs> right so
2: you've only got so much square footage i mean you're gonna have to put another thing in another batch another brewery system right you're gonna have to put it out so you have to have that extra Slender uh, conical out there to do it, and let's face it, I, I think most guys are at capacity.
3: Yeah, oh yeah,
2: and that's the issue because their business—they want to sell every batch of beer they make. Taking a chance of throwing five grand out the window—it's not one of the things that's on their list to to do. So, um,
0: I do know that the last batch of Meyers um, Scotch Ale was made with a, a, a experimental yeast, mm. and Melissa was very unhappy about the way that it came out. Mm because she was like oh why didn't we use the yeast that i knew like i really wanted that yeast to be like this you know it, the beer was still good don't don't take that the wrong way everybody but yeah. she was just unhappy about the the end result right yeah, I mean, and
2: part experiment because you, cause you know, want to try and, something new. But it's let's face it by by definition, experiment means there's a chance.
0: Exactly. Well, and, that, and that's part of the you know the whole thing with uh, with yeast only being 150 years old. Mm-hmm. They've only really been teaching classes about it for n number of years. I don't know yeah. what that is, but we'll call it n is a number between zero and 150, John. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to even I'm going to even say that it's small. Math, motor, high five. You gotta give him a high five. Right I got yeah, high five for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been like fifty years because they, you know, the guys. It it really hasn't been. Uh, it really hasn't been that science.
2: Yeah. Well, even the um the when I took the degree of genetics at Cal a long time ago, a lot of what I was seeing, you know, besides the theory, but the actual physical work was a lot like making jello. Okay. I hate to say it because you you make these gels and then you yeah. – little indentations, this little mold you put in there, and then you put the little DNA, there, and then you put electrophoretic current to see where the DNA is going to migrate after you've cut it all, and then you use a film to figure out it, because radioactively tagged where where things, so you can see the banding patterns. I mean, it, it, a, a lot of it seemed like, gosh, it's like, you know, home ec. It's like yeah. home ec and, and jello. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, they've gotten a lot farther than this since then, but, you know, genetics is also a relatively new field. I mean, now Watson and Crick was in the 50s, I believe, when they. They figured out DNA, and then it took them a while to figure out, well, how can we use this knowledge to do anything with it, you know?
0: <laughs> so my fr- my roommate was asking um, what it would take to make mice without teeth.
2: give me the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to feed that second-branded thing again.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling that story. Good, thank you. <laughs> no, <it was> like, <laughs> you're going to be jailed when I walk out of here anyways. So. And I'm
0: like, wow, you know, I, I've never heard about... You know, I've never. I understand about making a short-haired mouse or a long-haired yeah. mouse or a long tail mouse, or you know, a mouse with black eyes instead of pink eyes. Just but I've a, never heard about somebody wanting maybe to...
2: maybe like a British strain of a mouse connected with an American strain and having really bad teeth the teeth yeah, all out. I'm, yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> anyways, well, no,
1: I, you would be you would be messing with the the calcium. Structure of so you'd probably end up yeah. with a mouse with no bones either, <laughs> exactly. well, what, and that would, would be bad. Would be, but I'm sure that that, that would s- be bad. I'm sure
0: that the snake would be all into the mouse, with yeah. no bones. <laughs> well,
1: the bones. Well, there's problem with um, Applebee's, b- Applebee's for snakes. Yeah. Boneless <laughs> mouse bites. <laughs>
3: Yummy. Sounds
1: ancient. Boneless Roman. buffalo mouse. <laughs> Can I have a
2: fried mouse on a stick with no teeth? No, no, but I've been reading... I've had like, that in Thailand. Oh, I bet you have. <laughs> I hope you bring anything else back. So, no, one thing I've heard about genetics is, as you would probably guess, you know, 20 years is a long time since I've taken those classes, but when I've been reading about it, they found out that, you know, it's not just the gene, okay? It's not this one little thing. This gene is a nose. No, it's not like that. No. Let's say this gene encodes this protein, okay? And these people hopefully know you know, basic biology... So there's, there's an area of the gene that's a promoter that lets say, okay, come here, little enzyme, and make this protein. But they found out, more important than that, is that this thing affects other things in the genome, as right. you'd expect. You know, you, if you've ever had medication, you know, the guy will say, okay, this will solve your high blood pressure. But, but. it's also going to do all this other fun stuff that you don't want.
0: You're going to blink for her. You're gonna have super hearing. Exactly. Going to right. No, it's
2: yeah. That's, that's well, right.
0: then I'm using that. You extent. can jump
2: over tall buildings. Well, yeah. you it would, you'd probably pee your pants when you do so, but because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're scared. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, and the same thing with the gene. And so, you know, they talk about um, you know people you know doing GMO stuff. You know, they're trying to engineer. Uh, there was a thing that they engineered like um, different strains of wheat. Uh-huh. To be resistant to a certain pesticide, okay? Uh, I can't remember the brand or the company. But it's probably better if I don't know; they'll sue me, anyways. But <laughs> the whole idea is that this Michael strain blew all they, that They've up got it. this; they've got this strain that is resistant to this certain kind of uh, pesticide. That they then spray in a field, and everything that doesn't have this gene dies. So all the natural plants around will die, but the, this plant—the seed—they've also engineered to only last one generation, not to procreate. You know, not to make more seed the next time, so you have to right. buy the same thing from them again, right? The problem with people who are, uh, you know, with this is that people who know about or are fearful about GMO products are saying, you know, this one gene could affect other things we don't know about. And the issue is that's probably true. You could have an allergy to it that affects something that completely unrelated because we're just going to throw this thing in there and see what happens. Oh, look, it works in the laboratory. We'll sell it. And that's the thing about genes. It's just, you know, it, it's complicated. It's more complicated. It's complicated. I like that. Yeah, well, You do one small Side thing effects may vary.
1: Yeah. Consult your doctor.
2: Yeah, you may make a, there was a Black. yeast strain they made that actually produced a beer in a day. You know, the thing was, that they're going to make this package. Yeah, Remember this thing? They're going to make a... You take this thing, you hit it, and it makes beer in a bag in a day for, like, hiking trips or some. I don't know what their idea was. But they found it had other issues. <laughs> so it may make beer in a day, but it's going to make you fart like insanity. You're going to be, like, lighting yourself yeah, up it's the still, hill.
0: because it's still alive. Exactly. And,
2: and it has other problems. And it didn't you, taste and right and everything it just, else.
0: Can you crash it
2: down? Can you kill it? Right? Well, we can you imagine? Well, say you get a yeast strain that actually ferments the entire batch of beer in a day. In a day. Well what's going to happen? One thing, if it's doing that, there's so much activity going on in that yeast. It's going to be hot. hot. What's that going to make? A bunch of off alcohols, right. A bunch of off flavors. As people know when you brew beer, you want to keep those you want to keep it at a certain slow pace. You don't want to be in a hurry.
0: But let's say that you let's say that you took care of that by cooling it. Right? So you make beer in a day, but now you've 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 tripled your cost for cooling the beer the entire time. So instead of instead of of uh, fermenting over 14 days where the heat exchange was for free, now you're putting four times energy in one day.
2: is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or even y- you throw it in a stream in the
1: Sierra and it kills all the fish because it raises the temperature of the stream yeah, 30. Well, degrees. yeah, we have an issue with salmon. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Don't that actually freak you know, if anybody that actually freaks me out. The fact that the we fishermen
2: don't have a, said, "Okay, we're voting not to lo- fish because <laughs> we know there's a huge problem and we don't want to be part of it anymore." So,
1: there are no that the salmon run last year was or the salmon season was canceled last year. The salmon season is canceled this year at the urging of the fishermen. Yes. There are no more real salmon coming out of uh, the Northern California ecosystem into the ocean. Yeah. So. And as I always said, what was the choice between electricity or salmon? That's 50-50 for me because I like <laughs> salmon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Send it's, it's just, hug, but no, man. something is days. really,
1: really, really screwed up with the salmon. Uh, poor salmon. No, poor us. No, poor salmon. Canary and Coleman. Poor us. <sighs> well, on that note, I think I'm going to uh, make sure that... Uh, Beer goes in, beer goes out. Excellent. There go. <laughs> see, we just keep talking like nobody ever left the room. <laughs> okay,
2: that's good. You can Excellent. talk about me even more.
1: <laughs> that way, you'll see it. It says man on the door.
0: Unless you're a woman. Nipples. Both of them work.
1: <laughs> so
0: what have we learned so far, John? So far we've learned that uh, Thor knows stuff. Yeah, he does know <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, this is I'm uh, the first thing that I learned is this. This uh, valve for the You like ball. the little valve, no, don't you? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is really cool. I mean, it's really simple, right? It's got it's got some stainless. It's got a spring. It's got a bunch of O rings in it's, it. it. It's plastic. It's excited. So you put it on with a wrench if you have to. If you have to. And it's got the little spring. It just be and able you to pop it onto there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Although Trader Joe's sparkling mineral water, I think you're going to have to uh, be a bit more convincing. <laughs> To uh, get that to through, because it. it's not sparkling and it really doesn't look like. Well, there's uh, black there's a rock of- porter and diet coke bottles is
1: all I'm saying. There you go. It's exactly. It looks exactly alike. Take but away. no, I, I also like pouring out of these plastic containers. Yeah. And for heat transfer, they cool down quickly because you don't have a, a, a big R value for the plastic. That's so true. if you put them in ice. You've got a
0: very quick oh, right. heat transfer. You've got plastic. five minutes, yeah, versus twenty-two minutes
1: for glass. Exactly. I was going to do that too. I didn't do any of my homework.
0: Oh, from last week, yeah. Uh, cold plus sun, warm plus sun, dark plus cold, sun plus cold. I'm thinking that the that the sun that the cold has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Run tape of the birds. Exactly.
1: <laughs> there were two seagulls, so the reason we just stopped there were the sound of two seagulls fighting right outside the TV- yeah, studio. They were feeling You hear the See, seagulls? I did. did they get you? I was staring at the view you know, they had a great little view from the restaurant, know. you know. It's that it's that boat that the person lives on. Yeah. It was in the design magazine ward right out there. Really? That one boat, yeah. It's yeah. like it's a, ex
0: ex Norwegian Navy or something. No, it's ice. It's an Icelandic icebreaker. Yeah. Oh and, wow. And it's yeah. remodeled into a house.
2: Oh, that sounds great. Oh, by the way, I just had a great demonstration. You were asking about gas. Yeah. I just went ahead and did a demonstration. On how to get rid of gas? You go to the bathroom. Gas is gone. Come back with your your friends or whoever, and
0: there you go. no better.
2: Of course, I'm announcing this so that you know what to do. <laughs> nice. So, we were
1: talking about how cool
0: these are. There. Yeah. Oh. Those are uh, those are pretty.
1: Your amazing. little uh, nipples. The, it's the uh, carbonator caps
2: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's not a bad idea For, uh, I think, I don't know, what do I know About, you
0: know, for oh, you know home brewer,
2: or Not home brewers, but the small breweries They want to sell beer and have it go off the premise I mean, this is cheaper this than is... those beer boxes And it's still pressurized
0: Well, and it's better than a growler Yeah, Grrr.
2: growlers don't have any pressure to them They end up come flat when you get them
0: Right, and, you know, growler's good for, what, three days And then it's done?
1: I walked out the door Three days no, no. Three days. Three days. I brought a build a growler up.
2: Brought it to my friend's house. We drank it up in an hour. And three yeah. days of what? Like before it goes bad? Or,
0: or three, days of three days before it goes bad. Oh,
2: oh, oh, okay. Well, it doesn't get to three hours.
0: When it gets oh it. no, no. If no. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I make it to the parking lot, usually if deal. you're taking your growler with you, there it is. So the few. So I guess one of the things I want to get back to this yeast subject is, yeah. um, what what. Eh. Part of the the guys, part of the things that people want to do is they want to make ethanol, and we know that ethanol has an extreme amount of water, and an extreme amount of heat that uses that it, that it needs to make this. But how can yeast?
2: Oh, I mean the biochemistry out of yeah, that? yeah,
0: biochemistry out of that. Uh,
2: like I believe know, it's a uh, it takes the um, sugar molecule, and I think it's a ten step process how the um, yeast actually breaks it down into. Uh, actually, I think it's uh, CO two and ethanol. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want me to quote that from twenty years ago, I can't remember.
0: <laughs> no, no, that. no. I guess so. The question is, no. is that you know these the the the, the mm-hmm. quote savior of a fuel is going to be ethanol.
2: Oh my gosh, that's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was the leading question. <laughs> yeah, the leading question. If we're talking about for fuel, okay, yeah, for fuel. The problem with ethanol as a fuel, and this is as I understand it, is that once you make, let's say you make a really strong batch of whatever, yeah. okay? And let's, just for the sake of argument, let's say you're a company that, uh, like I had a packing company, okay? And we looked at this. is They have a lot of excess fruit and stuff that doesn't get packed. They were going to put it in some big slew thing and have yeast out there. Breaking get it just down. Just break it down because yeah. they already have the waste product, right? So yeah. they had no cost for the actual fuel, or for the actual source matter. The yeasts are free because they reproduce. So... When they're all done, let's say they have a really active yeast. So this thing, which is like a uh, raisin wine, like in a prison, <laughs> like, down to, for all those people who are in prison listening to this, <laughs> um, it, you can drink it, right? And your body will say, wow, 10% alcohol. I've got to deal with this. Like kidneys can't deal with it fast enough. And you get that sort of alcohol high from it, whatever. Yeah. It works fine that way. If you're going to make fuel out of it, it's got to be, I think, 98% alcohol. Okay, so... Water molecules are hydrophilic, which means they like water. They are water, right? Right. And alcohol molecules are also hydrophilic. So they like to attach each other. They stay together. And if you put, you took vodka and you put it in a glass, you put water in a glass, very quickly it just disappears. It's like there's no separation. Like if you put oil and vinegar, they separate, right? So this is, they're both hydrophilic. So in order to get them separated, the only way to do it is, there are several ways, But one way to do it is to use a distillation process. Well, that means that you heat it up to a point where the alcohol evaporates, okay? but the, um, the water that's in there, which is a very close uh, point, uh, I think the alcohol evaporates at, uh, what is it, 85 Celsius, something like that? Yeah. And, of course, water is 100 Celsius. Um, what you do is you try to get the fraction of vapor off that's the alcohol part, and it always has a little bit of water vapor with it, too. So if you actually distillate, if you actually have a real distill, right? A distill, and you have, let's say you have what's called a reflux, where inside the column where the vapor comes up, it's got a bunch of mesh in it. And in that mesh is also little tubes where water goes through. So what ends up happening is, is the alcohol and water vapor come up, hit those tubes and the um, and the mesh, go back down in solution. So you're actually distilling multiple times in this reflux chamber. Your end result you're gonna get is uh, let's see. Hundred and ninety proof. Okay? okay, which is enough for almost enough. Almost enough for uh, you know, making a car run, something like that. The amount of energy you need to put into that system to get that alcohol out, okay? It's more energy in it than you get out of the alcohol. Does that make sense, right? It does. This, now if you put that in a production cost of like corn, which is what the big push was for ethanol, in order to make corn in the United States you've gotta have Fertilizers, if you look at how they're currently making it. The oil production costs of the fertilizers, if you take the subsidies away and everything else, the cost of even just getting it to the point where you start fermenting it is more expensive than the fuel, from what I understand. So it's a losing proposition. The reason that ethanol has been pushed in this country is because it all has to do with subsidies to people who are farming uh, corn. Interesting. So that's how I understand. The other way to do alcohol... To get it waste, you can use filters. Okay, filters that allow the alcohol molecules to go through, but not the water molecules. But as you can see, that's going to be kind of difficult to do. Actually, let the water go by, but not the alcohol, or something like that. It requires a lot of pressure, energy, losing proposition again. Um, so, all around, from what I've read, alcohol as a fuel source is not going to solve our energy crisis. Except it's for, a, it's a except for position. my
1: creativity. If you want to just, sp- if, <laughs> even if you're making a grappa at home You're still probably
2: putting more money into it Than you could buy it on the shelf Because right? it's just production time Or you just go beat up
1: problems. whatever that bum's drinking from the 7-Eleven <laughs> <laughs> Because,
2: because that desperate <laughs> Anyways, that's the, that's the way I understand it So it doesn't make sense
1: to use it as a fuel And Thor has a degree in science well,
2: yeah, like, like <laughs> that guy on the TV. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy.
0: Yeah. See, my thing is that I always thought that, it, that they should concentrate on selling popcorn. That would pop, be an
2: idea. At least it's tasty. You know? Yeah, at least it's tasty. <laughs> and, I love
0: know, popcorn. Popcorn's awesome.
2: I have a popcorn machine at my house. Like, the stand-up. stands? Yeah. yeah you little little pop, put, the, you put
0: the coconut oil in. Oh, yeah. The whole yeah. thing. It tastes uh, just
2: like the theaters. But we do it once on, on Fridays. My daughter and I will. We have a little movie thing we do on Friday nights, so It it's kind of fun. I got it from Craigslist. Your
1: dad and I talked about your
2: popcorn. He wanted <laughs> ones. Even to make fun of me. He's like, Mike, find me one on Craigslist. I know That's my dad so cool. making fun of me. So if he made fun of me, I'm not going to look for him anymore.
0: <laughs> I miss I miss movie popcorn. You have to well, come to my house. We'll I, do a you can go night. to the Metro and get popcorn without going to see a movie. You know
1: that you don't have it's have not t- the same. I have no, no. Tap. they pre-pop the popcorn. <laughs> 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 it's they all the... pre-pop the popcorn except in Barcadero Cinema. That's why I like going to see yeah, movies know, to because, because they, because they make something no good beef.
2: about fresh pop popcorn. It is. Man, it's, a, it's something about it. it's the kernels are still hot. Yeah, and so we pop it, we do a double batch, and then we scoop it right into little we have these little containers. You ever put
0: M Ms on in it?
2: Oh, I never put M Ms on there. But oh. I'm no, really no.
0: In so what happens is the M and Ms get warm because of the popcorn, and then they melt in your mouth. I like the For stuff we used to get at Sears. I don't know. Oh, the Air Popper. Like the, no, no, no. no, no, with no, no like, it's with it's the like
1: thing. butter and sugar.
2: They had this little candy stand in my the old one, I remember. Yeah. And they sold Bridge Mix, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> But if you're welcome to come to my house, you you motor come over and we'll um, we'll watch a good movie. We don't need beer related if you don't want it. I was thinking about watching Bad Santa again. That's a great movie. (laughs) 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 Please, Bob Thornton, one of the worst reviewed movies. Everybody's just panned it. I think it's hilarious. I think people get the humor in it. That killed the conversation. Don't. No, I was looking or at the, was looking at the we list. we do to that see every now and then. I was looking real? at the list oh, to see. Oh, if there was our,
0: what's our script says? I was wait, saying, wait, looking wait. at the list to see if there was anything else that I really needed to Hey, let's see. Uh, here's at a at
1: special. Hey,
2: Thor's an idiot. We shouldn't ask him any more questions. <laughs> Billy,
1: Billy in St. Louis, we're,
2: we're glad you're listening. <laughs> oh, we have a, a phone in uh,
0: question from someone. Let's see Hi. What Hi. Going to say.
1: Uh, first time calling a long time listener.
0: Yeah, Billy, go ahead.
1: Um, um,. Ah, sorry, bye.
0: Dick. <laughs> I hate the listeners sometimes. <laughs> uh, I only hate them when they try to talk to me.
1: <laughs>
0: it's only funny because it's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, on that note... <laughs> That's uh, Motor at Indeed. There's a whole lot of resources. Well, actually, there's not that many resources. There's a few places with it. I... Uh, uh, did my Motorscott nipples for his highs? <laughs> Where, where's where's I, I make a your, this? I make her your eyes. I make, a, you eye. I make your eyes. Oh, you Brave Runner. I make her your eyes.
1: I make your eyes. I
2: like that movie. Let's not make fun of it. That movie's <laughs> not making fun early. of it. Oh, good. Have, have you done, done that yet? Do you know how to work that? Here it is. You okay, okay, get this Ow. cool app that'll record what you're doing you know, oh, all yeah. its insanity. Are we making a video? I was gonna, yeah. So you ate a video thing. Oh, you know, you break, dear, dear Apple, your please make your iPhone have a video application that's legal, rather than having to break it to do it. <laughs> you know, I think if somebody made one, it should be something that you can buy for a exactly. dollar or two or
1: whatever. Stoner ball, stoner, stoner
2: ball. ball,
1: yeah. I did. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. We're all pimping Stoner
2: Ball. High quarter.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I
2: wait till CD comes out to get the darn thing because Apple won't do it.
0: <laughs> Bastards. Thanks, Apple. Uh, no, Thor. Apple, just, Apple's Thor this, was just. Apple's this far from being evil.
1: Thor was just oh. assimilated. About what? He, what? What? It was. The, it was, was. it the iPhone that did it or the Mac Mini? The chip, back of my head.
3: <laughs>
1: I think it's made by uh, either Motorola or Intel. I forget now. No, it's that company they bought out of South City or whatever it yeah.
2: was. Every time I look at Apple products, I used to actually judge them as based on their actual price effectiveness for all everything. And then all of a sudden, the chip just makes me. When I think of that, I think forget of something that. else. So.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. I'll show I'll show this to people at home. That that is beautiful. This is—it's the iPod Touch. This thing is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, well, it's not fat and bloated like those damn phones. Just because I can't talk to people on it. Oh, it's playing music. It doesn't have a speaker, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, the new one does. No, Foster hates it when I do this. But since he left the room, (laughs) (laughs) I've got this. The phone does it too. It's got built-in AM radio. It's been playing the same Remember when I showed you the picture of the blue chunks? It's been playing the same song over and over for about an hour now. This is the part where the listeners went off to like scrub the toilets or something. No, this, is the, decided,
2: part- this is the This is this gets edited later on. No, 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 this is the
1: part the listeners look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's true. You
2: know, you should actually do a focus group. Well, who are your listeners and and why aren't they in jail now? <laughs>
1: Remember sitting around watching Dr. Gene Scott in the dorms? Oh, he was hilarious. That's how nobody got him. Though. That's I mean, I, that, why. Why are you watching <laughs> religious show? You have you to see this guy. No, I true? just go. You're not sending in the money. I'm not going to be preaching. <laughs> <laughs> and just show a picture of him smoking cigars and the horses running around. Oh yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. I have the poor Gene Scott. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he died like center. what, five or six years ago
0: or something. I don't
2: know. I don't know. PhD but he was from hilarious. Stanford.
0: Look where
1: that got him.
2: You know, something about being at Berkeley and um, doing herb was one of those things that you know, Gene's got made all that sense. Like, don't, don't, don't preach, man. Just, yeah, just wait for the money to come in. And not paying my
1: bills. I'm if not. Yet. I got to pay for a lot of stuff here. If okay. you're not calling, sending money, I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. yep yeah. <laughs> Gospel's not coming to you. He's freaking no. with Satan. <laughs> I mean, what else do you want? <laughs>
0: here you
1: go. <laughs> oh, teacher's back. What do you mean? I didn't throw that, <laughs> professor. To you, I'm sorry, professor.
0: We're just talking about Doctor Gene Scott. No, that <laughs> totally <guy. me> related. <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> related. I, I still have to say that I love how I've skated out of school and became a professor. Anyway, yes, awesome. Well, you're darn smart. So,
1: well, thank you very much. So, if I remember correctly, because we called Jaime out on this, okay, when we were little kids in the dorms, I would have the anchors team. You would have the Pills neuroquell, and Jaime had Low and Brow Dark. Yep.
2: <laughs> I think um Brian Brian Wood was a, a low. A, Low brow as well. Yes, it's like the normal kind. I actually tried to email the guy, but I think it was his, bir- it's his birthday coming up. Was well, fa- he's got a Facebook thing? It's just San Does Diego he? Brian. It's- I saw it, no picture, so I went email. Are really? you Brian Wood from Berkeley? Because it's San Diego. Well, of course, he's got these a fa- names, he's got a Facebook page, but no. Picture. I'll give his phone number on the air. Uh. Good. <laughs> hey man, are you? Or- and I'm, like, never got an email back. And I uh, said, oh, it's uh, Thor. Forget it, man. I got to ban-, ban this guy's address. <laughs> and, and
1: guy, guy, and Dan Have the uh, shrine to Henry Weinhardt. So remember that. The bookshelf's full of empty beer bottles. If you sh- want to talk about life. <laughs> I had a shrine to Chevis.
2: <laughs> Shows you what little I know about the dorm, blended though. scotch. Yeah, still.
0: But you know, anyway. Yeah, we GSL, scotch alone. Went, Indeed. We all went through a Chevis phase. Yes, until we learned better. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: it's not bad for blended scotch. You know, I we'll won't have to say that even today. It's just, There's better stuff out there.
0: And the bags are useful for something. You put them well, on the chip.
2: the Crown Royale has the bags. Is it? Because when I buy shit, it's in little boxes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Crown yeah. yeah. Cron- yeah. Cron- Royale. They're, they're, right. That's what
1: they put over the tops to turn on when the beer runs out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I said. They're still <laughs> they don't <there>. take the <laughs> top tops They put a Crown <laughs> Royale back over the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: this is a good thing for, the, for your, your member, you know, people out there. When you order a beer and you order for something and you know what it tastes like and you get it, if it's not quite what it sounds like it really is, take a look at it and say, are you sure this is really what you think it is? I mean, if it is, that's one thing. And it can be quiet and nice about it. But occasionally, and not always, very rarely really, you'll get a beer that might not be the beer that they pulled. I had that same problem just recently, and I was paying 7.50 for a Pliny because <laughs> I was an idiot. What? Uh, yeah, no kidding. And So I got you, this glass wait, wait. of beer. Pliny doesn't cost seven fifty.
0: Uh 50 It does at one place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. They told Pliny. me it's because the moon and the sun and the, everything was Cause in alignment. Because Pliny, and they cause
0: Pliny a, in a bottle is only four fifty. dollars 50
1: Yeah. yeah my, my argument is they were getting too many drunks, so they are trying to slow down the sales of Pliny. I don't know what it was.
2: But a certain place on College Avenue is selling for seven fifty and... So I decided. Well, I I want a beer. I'm looking at the list. I'm like, I don't like any of the beers right now. Just I want the Pliny. I hate to spend twice as much for it, but whatever. Order this beer, get this thing, and it comes out and it's orange.
0: Pliny looks like this. Pliny is even paler than that. I know, but Pliny looks like this sort of. It's more yellow. It's more yellow. Yeah, it's
2: yellow. Yeah, Yeah. it's not orange red. Yeah, no, it's not this. And it definitely has a real bouquet. Okay, I did dry hopping in this particular uh, Imperial IPA. Trying to get that floral, but they're more floral than this. When you when you open up that bottle, you pour, it, you smell it, you know what you got. So I got it, and the lady was kind of busy. I'm like, Meh. I saw her pull the right tap handle. Maybe it's gone bad in the keg. So I first thought, I thought, mm, I'm going to be quiet, but I'm going to sit because I do only really like that beer. So the bar said, "This isn't plenty, and I said, "Yo." He's right. This is a Pliny. <laughs> <So> <laughs> she tastes. well, how do you know? I said, I went through a couple cases at my house in the last week, it's and not, I'm pretty sure this is a Pliny. It's not this color. And it's not <laughs> this color. It doesn't smell like this. I'll go down to Ledger's and pick up a bottle, and we'll test it if you want, but I don't know if this is a Pliny. So after checking in the back, she said, well, oh, let's see. The line goes from here into this other keg. <laughs> do you yeah. know what the other keg was? Something foul. <laughs> 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 anyway, so, <coughs> you know... <coughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen often but pardon me. But you no, know, most people will say this beer isn't right. I'll have to say this for most patrons I've I've seen do this and they don't know what they're talking about. So, but if you know your beer and you really know it well, I think you shouldn't be too shy about saying, "I could be wrong, but I, this tastes a little different." You know, is there any chance that it could have been mixed up? You know, and I would do it sparingly because you want to be nice to your brewers out there. I've seen a lot of rude patrons out there these days. God knows why with a slow economy. Why they have to be rude to servers and stuff, but it
0: well, still happens. You know, it might be that uh, that beer is the new wine. Oh god, don't say that. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm So dirty now. <laughs> no, I've actually been it's so true. I've actually been it's to places so where, where I have said, you know, I have to leave now. I'm I'm sorry. They're like, what what's wrong? I'm like the crowd has changed. Those guys over there, they're being wine snobs. About beer, oh, what is the power out the marina? Exactly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a power out in the marina.
0: Well, yeah, well, okay. So the story I can tell about last night is the guys at the bar making fun of the watermelon wheat, thinking, "Oh yeah, it's a gay beer. It's water. You know, it's it's fruit." And it's like, you know what, guys, stop it. You don't even. You haven't even tried it. Like, how can you? How can you even know? Like, why would you even make the gay joke about this? About this beer before you even said Is it good? So I turn to him like I think that you owe it to the bar to order a couple of pints of this so that you can try it. So that you can have so that you can have an opinion about this. And the guys look at me incredulously like No, wait, hold on. I'm like, no, you make a comment like that. You make a a comment like that, you have to back it up. And so they ordered two pints and then fifteen minutes later they ordered two more pints. And it was like, you know what?
2: So you can't make the gay joke now. Yeah. And I, I brought some of the watermelon meat to a, a little party a while back, and you know I was getting the same kind of flack. I said, "Listen, you know, I know what you guys like to drink. I'm telling you, you're going to like this beer. Yeah. Okay? Now it's not going to make this,
0: it's not going to make you fruity. It's
2: not going to no. change the way this is, this, actually, the things is that, that you women like. They were, were giving me half. Really? Yeah. So this one lady she's getting a little bit lit up on wine she's like, oh I won't drink that because it's fruit beer I'm like well, I how? said you know but how do you know I said listen you know you you really before you make a statement like that have you ever had this one okay I'm watching what she's drinking you know and I'm like this is right up your alley I kind of get it just if you should at least try half a can Can't,
0: unfortunately they went down there, there yesterday a, and they didn't just, even try it not it's, just a sip.
2: No, you have no, you to have try. No, like,
0: you, you have to commit to the entire. Yeah. And,
2: you know, like I watch my kids do the same thing. They'll have a bite, which is like this little touch that touches their tongue. You didn't try anything. You got to eat half of it. Yeah. Because it's a whole mouthfeel experiencing you. Then you can say, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, it's one thing with spicy food or something, but we're talking about if you like beer and somebody who knows beer tells you this is a good beer. You know, don't let your ego get in the way. Try it. I tried lots of stuff that I wasn't sure. I said, th- "I'll try it, and maybe I liked it, maybe I didn't." But how are you going to know unless you give it a try?
1: Oh, I've had I've had stuff at, at uh, Russian River where I look up on the list and I look at the description. I go, "I'm not going to like this, but I'm going to try it." Yeah, and I of get a whole I get a whole of course, glass. Of course, you're going to try it.
2: I'll <laughs> give you a sampler. Can tell you a little bit about the beer. But it's not going to tell you enough about well, the, it really the like joke.
0: It. The joke on the show is I've taken a sip of this and now I'm an instant expert at this beer.
2: Oh, based on what you told me, of these people I know everything, <laughs> but they've been tasting it just you know, just by the name, on by the fact that yeah. obviously it has got fruit in it, it would make like, me, you
0: know. I'm sorry, frat boy, who's wearing the the, the perfect white shirt that's pressed. There's a collar up? In like yeah, the the collar 80s. up. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was a it was a oh. button down, right? Oh, I see. And, uh, but you know, it's like guy. You can't, you can't, you can't have an opinion until you try this, and yeah. so then all of his friends are they're, You know, while he's tasting, while he's enjoying it, they're all giving him shit about you know becoming, becoming something else. And it's like, you know what, I, you know, all you,
2: all ignorance the, is easy
0: to attain. It is. <laughs>
2: Let's face it. It's like all the boys. It is, it is the you know the the. If you look at like gravity, it's you know this the lowest static point is ignorance. Okay, so all you can try to do is just open your mind a
1: little bit, try something new. I mean, I can go to a place and look at the beer and go, I'm not going to like this. I'll still try it. Sure, it's not that it's bad. But how beer. would you
2: know? You might find that you know I never knew I'd like this beer. This beer you just gave I have never tried Rodebuck Grand crew and I'm I'll admit it and I'm like I'll try it when I get a hold of another bottle and you'll like I'll it. Have a better idea. I oh, I'm, I'm sure that you'll like uh, oh yeah wait.
0: yeah but I never tried it before it sounds great the um, the other the other story I have from recently is uh the uh, the back in black
2: oh that's really tasty yeah. <laughs> really tasty <laughs> yeah, and we it, and It's, that it's earlier. an
0: IPA it's got dark malt in it that gives it its color and so it has a little bit of bitey bitey, cho- you know, yeah, chocolate so the going on. Is the, the, chocolate in there or yeah, black Well, or? it's a black... It's whatever the the dark, roasty malt it's is. It's one of that stuff so is.
2: chocolate or black patent normally, the two? One of
0: the two. I don't know. We'll ask Jesse next time I see him. Uh. But, um, so the guy orders an IPA. There's no IPA. So uh, the bartender suggests, we'll get the back in black. It's an IPA. Right. So he puts it in front of him. The guy tastes it and goes... If I would have wanted a porter, I would have ordered it. Oh, God. Well, see, that's the thing. And the thing is that he's making his assumption based on color based on alone. the color, not on the taste. Yeah, no, you pick
2: it up, close your eyes,
0: it's an IPA,
2: okay? <laughs> just because it's not pale. If people realize, I've had more people, I don't like the black beard because they're too heavy. Go, what? 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 No, you, you don't you, have any clue. That doesn't make it heavy. <laughs> I can give you a barley wine. It's like pale, you know, could be straw color. That thing's heavy, okay? Because it's like you know, Titanium. Residual sugar, lots of alcohol. If you, Most if, stout you weighed, if you weighed light. if you weighed
0: if you weighed thirteen ounces of barley wine versus thirteen ounces of, of IPA, the barley wine is going to weigh a whole ounce more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But they,
2: people say these things. That they they a lot of people are visual these days, but that's an example of. You know, just people not educating themselves. You can drink a beer that's black. It may not taste anything
0: like a stout, because it's not a stout. It's just got yeah.
2: black patent. It doesn't take a lot of black patent or chocolate malt to
0: darken that beer up. Like 5%? Yeah. Yeah, nothing. If that, nothing.
2: Yeah, and all you're talking about is barley that has been... Uh, What's the uh, roasted longer? Okay, like you roast coffee, you roast it longer, you're going to get those dark colors out of it,
0: and you're going to get those. And it's going to change the flavor of it. You're going to get a roastiness to it. You're going to get a chocolate to it. You're going to whatever whatever those characteristics of that malt are going to are going to become more extreme. Right, but if you've got an IPA, the hops
2: and the and the alcohol, so they're going to probably be more dominant. Then there's more other flavors you see that roast in. It won't be the dominant. It's not a stouty taste at all. So he's just using his eyes to say it's a stouter. Anyway, so this
0: moron was like, "Yeah, this is a porter." I'm like, you know what? Dude, you need to taste that again, because that is an IPA. <laughs> you should have put it in a glass you couldn't see through. to so try this, but don't look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll put it in a
2: coffee
1: mug.
0: <laughs> yeah, this tastes like coffee. If I would have wanted coffee, it would have worked.
1: Give it a straw a say 10 years old again. Just buy him a shade. hoodie. put the Pull a hood down over his head, tie it up. I mean, just enough <laughs> plates for his mouth. Like this. You guys are too nice. So just said,
0: I'm oh, uh, sorry, but you have to leave now. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, there are some. There are some nights when I just shake my head and bite my tongue and, you know, it's like, okay, you're a moron. Should have a little thing in the face <laughs> oh, I thought door. you were having an epileptic seizure. I, I know. shake my head and bite my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one of those. Yeah. Good.
2: yes. <laughs> my grandma epiphany. I can't serve you because your IQ
1: is too low. That
2: <laughs> you should have a little sign in the front. so You must have an IQ greater than this to be served in this bar. And I keep some,
1: That would keep some of the regulars out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> uh, so the homework is <laughs> <laughs> the best part about beer school is the
3: homework. The homework the homework <laughs> is beer.
0: So um, I thought long and hard about the homework for this week, and this is my suggestion for the homework: is go to the store and get some yeast, some Fleischmann's yeast, some good old normal old bread yeast. Because this is accessible to everywhere around the world. I looked it up. This play, this stuff is available everywhere. Yep. Put it into a pet bottle like this. This uh, like that. <laughs> uh, you know, or a water bottle, whatever. And you're make gonna make sure ha- it's plastic. Yeah, you're gonna have to make su- you're gonna make sure that it's a um, you know that uh, you're you're gonna want to wash it out with hot water. You can even put it in the dishwasher. Okay, <laughs> that was disturbing. <laughs> that was speaking of mime school. That was disturbing. <laughs> you're taking my toys away. Um, and uh, so follow the directions on how to how to care and feed this. So basically, you're going to get some warm water. You're going to put some sugar in it. Um huh. you know, Pick you a might sugar wash what? Like a sugar wash. Yeah you're going to put the yeast in it, okay? Now, the thing that you're going to do is you're going to put a balloon on the top of the bottle. Can we sell condoms for balloons? I was going to say,
2: you can always take something elastic similar to it, yeah.
1: Mm,
2: No. That bottle top's too small.
0: No. (laughs) The bottle top's too small for the condom unless you've got the extra small, but... Then what's I the point? Then you're not going to get laid anyway. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, put a balloon on the top of this. And the idea is that while you can see, um, take the label off of this also so you can see what's going on. What you'll see is the yeast getting, the head of the yeast getting much larger mm-hmm. over a period of time. And the balloon will expand. And the balloon is a representation of the CO2 right. that, is, uh, that the yeast is giving off.
2: Right. Do you have an idea to tell people how much water, how much uh, sugar to put in there?
0: Um, I would say... Couple,
2: like, say, three teaspoons of sugar or something like that
0: with, uh, what, th- A cup of, sh- cup of water. A cup of water? Yeah. Yeah, that might do it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you don't need a lot. You, you know, you don't want to over-sugar these things. Yeah, because I, I think three... Because it'll, be it'll kill them. Yeah. And, uh, well, you can't deal with it, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want it to be, have it to be short. It's especially, like drowning in steak. Especially, oh. no. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a plan for later on this <laughs> No, but the idea is that you just, you. the idea is that we want to have enough so that you can see what the the reaction with the yeast, the head getting bigger, the yeast dying off, and you'll have the balloon expand over time. We want to make sure all of our listeners get ahead is what you're saying. <laughs> This is your chance to get had on bear school.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds like a fun experiment. Something I would read in like a grade school thing. Sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, sounds Great like shot. fun. The other thing is is that because um, yeast comes with <laughs> You can put your tooth in it and see if it decays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> because that Because
0: oh. the yeast comes in um, the pack has more than one more than one yeast pack. Mm-hmm. Follow the directions on the back of the yeast to make some bread. Right. They
2: usually let you hydrate it like 100 degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. and then you mix it up. After you let it sit for a while, and then you mix it up, and then throw it in the batch. I think that's how it usually works for yeah. Fleischmann's.
0: Yeah. So um, anyway, so you're gonna you're gonna do the balloon. Psh, that's fun. That can involve the kids. Oh sure.
2: Yeah, it's a good idea for kids. If you got kids out there that uh, you know. They're doing stuff in biology and stuff. This is a good thing to show them, the yeah. production of uh, CO2 by, uh, by yeast. By and, yeast. And the end result, of course, they're making a little bit of uh, alcohol. That's something else people don't realize. You know, when you make bread, there is alcohol. Not a lot, but there is alcohol. Well, and, it,
0: and it's burned off in the in the baking process. Right. Not, all it, it, but not all of it, all is, but most of it is. Not all of some of it is. Right. And... Uh, there it is. The other thing is, if you want the if you want the bonus points, like you know the the extra, you want A plus. Yeah, you want the A plus. Um, if you have a microscope handy, in <clears throat> your lab or your home, or because you bought that QX three microscope from Intel, oh, it now has cool mic- one, yeah. it now has uh, drivers for a Mac. Mm. So. Oh, I hate those things. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so if you if you have a QX3 microscope, you can put the yeast culture that you've grown in that, and you can actually see the yeasts in that microscope. Mm-hmm. In I think 40x power gets you uh, yep. resolve. So there's the three parts of the homework: make some bread, grow some yeast, put it under a microscope. Sweet. Sweet. Excellent,
1: excellent. Reminds me of the episode of South Park where they got the sea monkeys.
0: I love sea monkeys. <laughs> <clears throat> so whoever thought of whoever thought this up? Well, whoever figured out that the so yeah, guy probably makes more money than the pet rock guy does. Yeah, <laughs> no, pet rock guy was like, you know, pet rock guy got. Got done in by the by hermit hey, crabs. Here's a he rock got done in by hermit crabs. he's yeah, <laughs> like,
1: hey, here's a, rock. a pet rock that moved, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: and then died and then smelled. But <laughs> everything I love dies and smells. <laughs> but no, you can find pet rock anywhere, right? You can get pet rock for free. You can walk down the street, like, who here? Look, somebody did the Zen garden thing. I'll take one of these rocks. Right. I, I pet ice. Pet ice. Yeah, you pet bottles. They are pet bottles, pet right? bottles, and pet ice. All right. So that's the that's the homework. The homework
2: is beer. Is, is beer. Yeah. Well, thanks for inviting me out to uh, beer school today. It's thanks for nice to staying out
1: with you guys. Well, we thanks, need somebody Lord. smart on the
0: show. That was me. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, I don't. Know, I think it's a fascinating thing. I mean, you know, the the one part about about the four parts of beer. The invisible part is yeast, right?
2: That's one of the most important part. It is.
0: I would say the most important part. Yeah,
2: because otherwise you just got sweet liquid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know how the yeast make the banana flavor.
2: Yeah, that's a. I you know. I'll look that up if you want. I'll send it to you for next week. Okay, thanks. I'll look it up. Can you draw books. the chain? You mean the uh, the, the the cycle, cycle whatever. Yep. Or the, yeah. Yep. No, not the mo- on top of my head. Oh. Most of the stuff I do with living has something to do with the chemistry, so I will keep up with it. I'll, keep, uh, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you.
0: Because I'm, you know, I'm amazed by uh, I'm amazed by all the flavors that come out of out of that. Pretty complicated stuff. Yeah. Very complicated. Yeah. And you know, they're not trying. They're they didn't set off to do this. You yeast, did, yeast doesn't have to go to college to figure this out. No, they're good at doing that. Yeah. No. Well, they're
1: just, they're just eating and pooping. So
0: yeah. So you, you know, long after really like there it. is no more emperor bananas. We can have the banana flavor.: Exactly.
2: Yeah, well, you can get it from uh, bacterium too, actually. you of know, with with the same uh, profile can be infection from bacteria. same, same kind of cycles. That's yeah, but what there's, you know. there's
0: good bananas and there's bad bananas.
2: Well, you know, if you like Belgian beers, you're getting a mix, right? You're getting yeah. some yeast you' are getting some bacterium,: right? getting this we didn't, Actually,
0: we didn't even talk about um, we didn't even talk about bretomyces. right? Yeah. We could talk about that for like five minutes.
2: Okay, it's cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's <used to> mostly lambics <laughs> <laughs> and stuff from Belgium, and and you don't you, you get it here, but usually because you don't want it. <laughs>
0: right. Well, and this is the thing with um, you know from the people who are crossing over from wine, Brettamysis in wine is a seriously bad thing. Like right. it's just like uh, they'll throw cape, they'll throw cases of it away, right. because yeah. it's just not a flavor that the. People that that judges well, or 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 is accepted, or whatever. Uh, you know, over tannined beer, that's fine. Brettanomyces, ugh, right. don't like it. And uh, the thing that's interesting about Brettanomyces versus yeast: yeast is a little round thing, and Brettanomyces is a little stick thing. Right. I thought
2: it was. Uh, I thought yeast were a little cone-like thing.
0: They're mostly round. Mostly round. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. I'm I'm generalizing. Uh, There's 1,500 known yeasts. Right. Out of f- 150 million. You're thinking about that stuffed animal yeast you saw. Out of a hun- <laughs> <of not> hundred. <laughs> not 150 million. Out of 101.5 1. million. There's so they know specifically they Right. Here's 1,500 that we know about. I here's see. these other ones we. But Brettomyces for the and for the most part. Yeast uh-huh. is a little round dot, right. and Brettamias a, is a snake.
2: Right. Uh, when you, uh, for under culture, and you look yeah. at a microscope, yeah. Yeah. Going all over the place, not good to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you actually, the people that probably have microscopes, well, I was thinking about picking one up recently, but for other reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, if you've got one and you want to look at some cultures, it's really interesting to look at and see what they look like.
0: Yeah. So when you stain them and all. And uh you know, Bretomyces is the thing that makes uh that makes um sour. Sour. Yeah. I'm gonna say damnation happen, it makes yeah. uh, supplication happen, it makes yeah. beatification happen. Okay, those are all the shun beers. Um, that's it, one of the
2: reasons I think my friend didn't like the shuns I told him to go get. He didn't like damnation. I said, Well you know, you were you just told me how much you like Belgian beers. So
0: So did yeah. Russian
2: River, I'm like he sends me this email, what should I buy? Because I can't get any uh, Pliny because they only took growler. And I said, anything that's going to shun after it's probably yeah. fine. So he brings his case out <laughs> and says, well, I don't like this one or that one. I said, well, so what the Bel- Belgians you said you
1: liked. So- what Belgian do you like? Uh, Stella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no sour in Stella. That's just normal. That's just normal. I know. F- I know. That's my joke. Yeah. Jupiler. Juppler, uh, well, let me go through all uh, <laughs> well, so maize, maize pills the, that are the least uh, so maize Rode pills, pills. Rodenbach Grand Cru. That's that's a spontaneous fermented that's beer, and there's a little bit yeah. of sour in there, but not you know it's not overly.
2: You guys ever done a you've done a Belgian show? I'm sure right? Yeah, the, the, the sours. Yeah,
0: well, we haven't done sours specifically. Huh. Um, we we'll have to get on that. I remember well, once when
2: I invited no, you to a Belgian thing. You were really into it, though.
0: Well, Motor doesn't like the sours. I and like
2: the
1: sours. I don't like the other. I don't like triples and doubles and all that.
0: Huh. You don't like the sour. Duchess? You don't like the Duchess or the Grand oh, Cru? The, the, the Goose or the... Yeah, you know, we had like uh, Rose and like the at the time. Except Goose time gives me real indigestion. There's a weird yeast again.
1: Well, right? Yeah,
2: no, you. well, yeast and bacteria. Right?
1: Yeah, it makes my stomach really yeah, but
2: But see, if you taste it, actually, some of the... We're talking about the... Now the goose, in, in particular, is if you taste it, it tastes to me more like a wine than it tastes like a beer. I mean, if you want to give it a quantitation of what it tastes like, it's it's a little more um, subtle, I thought. You know, than especially West Coast uh, ales and stuff that were overhopped by definition, right. most of the time. So
0: the uh, the thing with um, I don't know the thing we you know, we haven't we're going to do a goose show at some point. Uh-huh. You know,
2: you could probably easily get a distributor to come out because uh, years ago, I went ahead and uh, called some guys up on the marina or yeah, the, one of the the, the piers, and they donated like uh, four cases of really rare stuff, inclu- including Rose de Cabrinius, three bottles of that. And so yeah. I had my beer
1: tasting school. We were back in loss of Second Brandon. We did a
2: is it Second Brandon?
1: No, it was it would be Oakland. It was Oakland. Yeah, yeah, it was, got Oakland. Me those yeah, glasses, yeah it was the Von yeah. or Von Yeah, the Von Yeah. So,
2: anyways, I <coughs> still have those, but we. This tasting there, and, and uh, there were some people who they were appreciative of it, but nobody really got into it. But one of the guys. and I liked them, but they're different. I mean,
0: yeah. One of the one of the problems is that that um, I know from the demographic of the people that are listening to the show that this is way. like this is like miles away. This is like uh, uh, extra. This is like extra credit. Yeah. You know, beyond, like stay after class and only the uh, smart kids get to stay. Yeah. That, that
2: is going to be the issue. Even people who are brewers, you know, homebrewers and stuff, most of them are not big into the sour beers. But it's getting, you know, it is changing because you start, if you look around, there are a couple of brew houses that have shown up. I, I can think of two in Oakland in particular that have uh, well, the Trappist and uh, Lucas, yeah. who have Belgian beers there. I, I think the, the Trappist actually has some sour beers on their list. Uh, I think pretty much the um, Lucas is staying pretty much your doubles and triples. I think but you that, get that same thing for a triple. You get some, yeah. those those uh, smells that are, you know, those off alcohols that normally you would in an American ale you would say was bad, but it's uh, acceptable. It's part of part yeah. of
0: it. I think that and this is you know really the problem, and I've seen this at the Trappist mm-hmm. where somebody orders something doesn't know what it is that doesn't know what it is. It says thirty dollars, and they're like, "It must be good. It's thirty dollars." Well, it is good. It's
2: just you know, <laughs> you know I'll take. The, I should sit around there one day, just like, sip, just sipping sipping waiting for who doesn't like the the Goose beer that they yeah. Make, like, I'll pay you five bucks for
0: it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and uh, and what happens is that they buy this beer and they you know they're all excited. You can see it in their face. They're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And it comes out. It's this you know, it's straw colored. It's beautiful. It's and and then they. They take that first smell and they're like, what do we just this beer is bad? Nah, yeah. Unfortunately, this is, yeah. This is not the beer that I why did I pay thirty this is. I think they is, must
2: what? have printed out cards of goods, the you know the BJCP version of it behind the bars thing go here you go here you go <laughs> this is what you ordered and this been... is a good beer it's just, it's just it's just not like what you're used to right John right.
1: what was the beer that you berated the guy for half an hour at a beer thing at 21A for <laughs> for dumping into the dump bucket oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> he
2: can't breathe he's still laughing <laughs> look at his breath in a minute don't remember worry folks remember
3: Kermit <laughs> yeah,
0: I Okay, so so this was this this is Nuglaris Raspberry. <laughs> okay, and you've had Nougleris Raspberry, mm, that's right? Good. Um, I have a bottle of Nuglaris Raspberry and Nougleris Cherry. For the next time we do the fruit beer show, because right. I think it's important that we talk about this. But the guy takes a sip of this, and he's and he and the thing was is that it was a it was a big dinner, yeah. right? And he poured himself a big glass because everybody was like, "Oh, Nuclearis Raspberry, oh, this is the best thing Man. ever," right? And he takes a sip of it, and he goes, "This is not for me," and he dumps it <laughs> into a bucket, and it was like, "What a waste." You, John yelled at him for
2: half an you, hour. You, no, and, 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 and <laughs> the same issue happened to me too. I hate that.
0: And the thing was, is like, and I'm sorry because I this was supposed to be an office compatible show. Yeah. You fucking <laughs> moron! So you did the right thing. It's like, do you know what you just poured out? You know the, yeah. Like, the, there are people that, and and this is you know going. I'm not even going to do it the same way. I'm like, there. Everybody here knows would have taken the beer that you just poured out. That you did an extra long pour. Yeah. We would have taken that and split it up um, amongst us, even with though your stinky, dumb drool in it, with your cooties <laughs> in it, and we would have enjoyed this. Because when was the last time that we had a pint? A pint You know, of people this. People that
2: pour stuff, they don't know what it is. Pour yourself first off. Taste it a small amount. Okay. Yeah. I had the same thing happen at a birthday party for a friend of mine. It just happened. <laughs> the, I told you the story in January, yeah. right? It's about wine. Somebody brought a flight of Silver Oak back before the label it changed fifteen years ago. A vintage one, right? This bottle, when you buy a new one, I think they're like ninety bucks. Okay, uh-huh. really good cab, and it's at a birthday dinner. So the thing is, it's like you know they're having it at their um, their loft, and she's a chef, and so yeah. lots of people there. And somebody put it on the bar. First mistake: if you're bringing a really nice bottle of beer or wine, and I, to me it seems natural. You put it in like a container and you give it to the person and say, Take this home. Okay? The reason I'm doing this is because I know this is a nice beer and I don't know your guests. I don't want them to drink it if they don't know what they're drinking.
1: But
0: I'm bringing this for you because you t- I know
1: what you like. I know you know good beer yeah. or wine. Okay? Or also, also uh, this is for you. I definitely do not expect you to open it tonight. Please yes. a lot of people will show they up. They think go, that you have to open it. Like, <clears throat> or you'll no. bring it and go, Yeah, here, you know, I had yeah. this because this will be interesting. But other people you just go, I brought this, I yeah. don't expect it's, you to open it, it to tonight. Take yeah. it home to your hiding hole and love it at a per When, when, the I, best time.
0: when I brought a a bottle of Nuglaris cherry to Melissa's Melissa the Brewer's birthday party. I didn't expect her to open it. Right. yes yeah, but, yeah. but but it got opened just the same. Because she was so excited. Yeah, she was just like,
2: oh my God, oh my God, oh my God! Oh my God. <laughs> let me finish this story. So, so anyway, i right? yeah,
0: the Silver so, Oak.
2: So, this bottle, it, it was, I think it was 15 or 17 years old, had been saved in someone's wine cellar, had been carefully loved. It was still dusty, okay? Somebody opened it, okay? I had a little glass of it, knowing what it was, let it breathe a little bit. It was beautiful. I, I'm not a big wine drinker. I drink a lot of wine, though. It almost brought me to tears because this this girl comes up. She must have someone, I hate to say this for everybody out there, in her 20s, okay? I only say that, that's because it's bad to be in your 20s, but you aren't as seasoned. She pours a huge glass of this thing, right? The full thing. A, finishes the bottle. She drinks half a bottle up in one glass because she's there to get tanked. On this thing that's got to... Like, and, and selfish as she is, she has to walk away. And I can't not say anything. But my kids are there. So I'm like, so, do you like the wine? Yeah, it's okay. And I wanted to fucking kill her. <laughs> you stupid pleb. My problem with you, if you don't know what the hell you're drinking... And you, let's face it, you have a big party. People aren't going to know. So that's why if you bring something nice for someone... You can, I mean, there's it's nothing wrong. I brought a, a, a bottle of 18-year-old uh, um, Irish uh, whiskey to somebody last night. I said, you don't have to open it on my account. Please save it. The whole thing is, is I got it for you. I didn't give it to you so I could drink some, too. Okay? But it's something really it, special. You want to put it under the table to so save this for later. Because some moron, and you may love them, but they may not know shit about wine or beer, <laughs> might drink it. And I'll tell you. I couldn't wait to tell the person whose birthday party so whoever that person was, she needs to be spoken to because she's an idiot. <laughs> and the thing is, is, it was rude. I mean, what?
0: The, what were she's, you thinking? She's drinking the wine as if it's a as if two it's buck a, chuck, two buck chuck. Or exactly. Or worse. I'm worse. Like, Come on. I don't think there's worse than two buck chuck. I'm, I'm like jitterous. you
2: just drank a four hundred dollar glass of wine <laughs> and you don't even know it's good. <laughs> So I wanted to say, give me, give me, give me that. Give me, give me. We're putting it back hey, in the bottle. I'll trade you. You walk over,
1: you punch her in the stomach, Here, and you wait for it to vomit, a, you filter it out, a, and drink it again. Here's a bottle of
2: vodka. <laughs> Go take your gray goose in the corner and sip it. Just shut up. Give okay. me my. Give me the damn wine back. Like, <laughs> But that kind of thing that, you know, if it was my bottle, I wouldn't open it. But I would be very upset exactly. if I gave this bottle to somebody. And I don't even think the person whose birthday it was even got any.
0: Sad. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So I, I do know that um, I've been to wine tastings where someone has said, here, this is what this is. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's wasted on me. I don't have the vocabulary sure. to try that. But can I have a taste? I just, I don't want that. I don't want, and I'm using, you know, yeah. an inch of my finger. I'll get the to camera on that. Right. Hey, there you go. But I don't want this much. I want. It's a taste. Because I, I don't. I, don't know, I, don't, know, I yeah. don't know the vocabulary to understand what that is oh, why, said, and why you're all gooey about what this is. I've said this a million
1: times. It's like me and cigars and scotch. It's like, I know you're going to like this more than me, so I don't need one. Especially not. with cigars. It's always like, nah, I don't need a cigar. Oh, yeah. yeah, cigars and not scotch. I, I, love scotch. Scotch. I, I appreciate scotch, mean, scotch, but it's like... And you've done a lot to try to make me appreciate scotch. I'm like, yeah, this is nice, but it's I know love you other know people will day. like it more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm actually very happy that I made the effort to... To learn through the, the cigars and scotch, it makes me very happy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and tequila, and tequila, oh, yeah. Oh. That tequila bar in San Diego we went to that had like hundreds of tequilas out there. I didn't. I mean, I remember tasting a lot of really good tequilas. It wasn't until I got home and thought about it and bought some new ones. I'm like, wow, it's like anything you
0: like. You, know, you should come to the rums, tequila. You, you should come to the tequila party with me this year. What tequila party? The tequila party. Well the El, all the I gotta go. <laughs> El, te, El tequila party. Ooh. El tequila party. Even more authentic. Sounds great. Yeah, exactly. So uh I'll let you know when that is. Cool. It's um it's something
2: else. Yeah, sounds like fun. I a friend of mine, uh, he's in really into rums, he's from Jamaica and he, oh, cool. he invited me to a little private thing that he does with his friends. You know, they have little, they're all from the islands and they They'll bring like the rarest or yummiest or whatever one that they know of the best rums for rum sipping. I mean this is mm-hmm. not like you know putting rum a kota this is all sipping rums right I was I, I learned a lot I mean you know keep I, your mind open and go wow, I had no idea rum could be this good right you know that's the nice thing if you ever pair up with somebody, find out what they like It could be wine or beer or whatever and or let them goos. and keep your mind open it goes to the Belgians and keep your mind open and try it. You know?
0: You cannot go Life wrong. Life is
2: short. Try everything. Once. At least.
0: You know, try the whole glass. Ah, true. Don't make your mind up until you get to the
2: bottom of that. Yeah, certainly don't make up your mind when you look at it and go, oh, It's dark. I don't want a stout. stout.
3: not a stout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That is not a stout.
0: <laughs> well, Thor, thank you very much for being with us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me to... Come out here and yap. <laughs> it's fun times. Um, and motor, um, we got the homework covered. I think everything's all, all there. All right, let me see.
2: My script's done. Yeah, this is yeah.
3: the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No more <laughs> Actually. I was going to call this show Yeast, but I think I'm going to call it Thor.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry for hogging up the hour with my My, my non-sequitur. Hey, what's going on in the tangent? You know, that's what my name should have been, is Tangent. Tangent? (laughs) It's like, whatever Mike's talking about is going to go this way and that way, and then Thor's going to go, wow, what? i got an idea. (laughs) All
0: right, so... Put those bottles right here and I'll take a photograph of them. uh, They can see what they look like on the website. Well we haven't
1: finished the the show yet.
0: No, no, I'm just gonna take the photo because I usually never take the photograph until on air? It's pretty fancy. Ooh. Did you get those nipples? I did.
1: (laughs) Those are big black (laughs) nipples. (laughs) Just so dirty.
2: Man. So the Mariposa Yacht Club. Now I know who has uh, So is
1: it right next door or is it further down? Have you been there?
2: No. You know what beer they have on tap, right? Rattaburger. Really? Yeah. I thought you knew about the place. That's why I didn't you. know about the place. Yeah, a right Rattaburger next, on tap. It's right and, next door. And the people that work there all, are all clampers. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like that way to me. They're all dressed in these little Western. Exactly. Little skimpy outfits with the bustier
0: thing. It was nice. All right. Well, we only have one last thing to say on Beer School, and that is. Class dismissed. Dismissed. <laughs> dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Two, two, too funny <laughs> Well, thanks for inviting me, it was a lot of fun It was a good time I think
2: that was my Significant other going Where the hell are you? Oh, no, uh, it's not
0: this is, a good re- this is a good reason to have fun with caller ID Yeah, exactly Somebody I got one too The SO said Oh, jeez what do you mean? Oh, geez. <laughs> What evil what Sarah's pa- evil Sarah's paging? Was this you? live? Was this live? Oh, well, we're still on. We're still on mic. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. <laughs> it's evil Sarah, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, you know what? Evil Sarah owes us champagne. That's all I know. So we're <laughs> doing we're doing a show uh, uh, about champagne uh-huh. because as a beer drinker, you should not be a dumbass about champagne. No. Like
2: I am a dumbass when it comes to champagne. I, I know good champagne only by label. I don't really know it well.
0: Right. Well, and part of it is, is that if, you, if you've if you done a little bit of research about the names of things, you can kind of understand what those things are. And uh, the other thing is that just because it's $100 a bottle doesn't mean that it's good. Hmm. Well,
2: I have a few... Over $100 bottles I could bring over. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting in my fridge forever.
0: See, that's the other thing with champagne is that, you know, the shelf life is. I know, limited. You know, far, you know finite. Three, well, four years. I had year.
2: some Tanger that was, like, over four years old, and it was really good. Yeah? I have had some of the older stuff, and it has been good, but well, I don't I know. Th-
0: pro- properly stored, probably it's fine for a long time, but.
2: Yeah. Well, this one I know we had to drink. Um, my wife gets them because she's in the industry and they give them as gifts and stuff, yeah. you know. The. Little box with a little thing on them, whatever. <laughs> what are those things called? Ribbons? No, no, it's a green box with this little shield on it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some whatever. Other, some whatever they they
2: give it like it's something important, and she has them, and she never drinks them, and they sit oh. in her house. And I am like, what do we gonna do with these things?
0: Well, <laughs> put them on the show. That's what we'll do. There you go.
2: I got um, one. I took out of the box, put in the fridge, and said, "We're gonna drink it for New Year's Eve." And then she's like, "Oh, this probably worth good champagne." It's like. We shouldn't have it now. Why when not? When the hell are we gonna drink it? When? Yeah. And now oh. I have like two or three bottles like that. Well, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> the actually, it, it just piles up.
0: The one thing that I would love to have, and I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to find this easily, is a bad bottle of champagne.
2: Oh, I can deal with that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the idea is like just to have, you know, to be able to pop it and go. It doesn't well, you, pop.
2: Depending how long I've had it, well, it won't not pop. But I mean, it could have gone bad. Yeah. Like I think if this one's a. Uh, It's, I think, a 96 Dom Perignon. So that's like like 13 years years old. So it could have gone bad. So
0: that could have gone bad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that's the year on that, or 98. And then I got some, I think I have some Tattingers and some other stuff. I don't know. It's wasted on us. I keep telling you, you should give it to somebody who likes champagne because we never drink it.
0: It's for the show, my friends.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) Do that. I don't think Ida would object. All right. (laughs) Hey, kid. Arrange to get the champagne from Thor.
3: All right. <laughs>